Good morning, everybody, and welcome into Undisputed. We have a fabulous packed show for you today. I'm Jen Hale. Welcome in Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, guys. How yeah, are we? That's how you quarterback. That's the quarterback you watched last night. The best in the game. Derek Carr? The best in the game. Wait, who had the best QBR last night? Derek Carr had a better QBR than who, who Mahomes? Who did that better really? pass touchdown? Oh, what wow. Interesting. I don't hear somebody talking oh. about, well, no Mike Evans. When is Julio going to play? When is Chris Godwin going to play? Who he, now has the greatest tight end in NFL history? History. You, you weren't saying that when he had Gronk for a decade. Yeah, I think Gronk just got left in the dust. <laughs> what are we going to talk yeah, about we're that going to talk about that. <laughs> It was a down-to-the-wire Monday Night Football contest, gentlemen. The Chiefs, congrats, pulled off a comeback win at home last night. Shannon, I know you were thrilled. Yep. They beat the Raiders 30-29, to even though they were just over a touchdown favorite. That, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Patrick Mahomes, man, four touchdowns, all going to Travis Kelsey. Derek Carr and the Raiders had a chance to tie the game late in the fourth. They opted to go for the two-point conversion to take the lead, and nope, comes up short. Shannon, do you think the Chiefs won it, or did the Raiders blow it? Well, the Chiefs won this ball game. They fell behind 17-0, and Mahomes has been really, really good when he falls behind by double digits. Over the last four years, Mahomes is 11-5 when falling behind by double digits. Historically, quarterbacks win about 15% of those games. So that just tells you just how phenomenal he's been in those moments. Well, I thought both teams tried to give the game away, Skip. I don't understand. Why wouldn't the Chiefs just kick the PAT, go up by eight, force the Raiders to score a touchdown and a two-point conversion just to tie you? Why would you go for the two-point conversion, miss it, and now they can go for a two-point conversion and beat you? Because Andy Reid has a new <laughs> State Farm commercial. He's got to live up to it. That's why. And then, He's got to try to show everybody what a genius he is. And then Josh McDaniels, he one-ups his dumbness. He did. Why not kick the PAT, Skip, and know. tie the ball game? Because if you miss it, now you're down one. You've got to hope your defense can hold, get you the ball back, get back in field goal range in order to win the ball game. Mm -hmm. Instead of just taking the PAT, it seems like one stupidity, one stupid act deserved to follow up by another. Yep. Skip, I just think that they, I think the Chiefs <clears throat> won this ball game even though that call that Chris Jones could have been fatal, could have been really, really, but not fatal, but could have been really, really bad because they got three points they didn't deserve to have in a situation like that. But give Mahomes credit. Somehow he was able in 30 seconds to get them back down the field and get in field goal range, and the guy finally made a field goal, kicked a 58-59 uh, yard, which is the Chiefs record. But for me, Skip, I thought Mahomes, when he got behind, and like I said, they're not going to get the explosive play, Skip. There, there's no Tyreek. So the likelihood of them getting a 50, 60, 70-yard touchdown it's going to be ding. It's going to be eight yards to uh, Juju. It's going to be five yards to Kelsey. It's going to be another six yards to Scanlon. Okay, let's run the ball to uh, uh, McKinnon and, 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 and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. It's going to be situations like that. So the big theatrics that we're used to seeing Patrick Mahomes where he throws the ball 70 yards and he can show off his arm, that's not going to be there. But it was Mahomes. They won this ball game. I thought the Raiders was going to blow the thing open. They was pressure after pressure after pressure. Crosby and Chandler Jones did a great job of pressuring him. They did a great job, Graham, of mixing up the packages. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden, Mahomes and Andy and EB, Eric B. Enemy, they figured it out and says, okay, this is what we can do. This is the kind of we can have success. But if you think about it, Skip, now we're starting to see uh, at another dimension. Ever since that playoff game when he did that against Tennessee, you remember he scrambled for like 30 yards, took our running looking like mm -hmm. uh, uh, Lamar Jackson? Yes, yeah, sort he, of. That, <laughs> 
He looked like <laughs> Lamar Jackson plus 100 pounds. Now, all of a sudden, he's not afraid to use his legs. If you run by him, you don't level off. He'll jump out the window and he'll take off on you. But I thought the Chiefs won this game, Skip. That was a very hard-fought ball game. Um, Devontae Adams was playing well. That bobble really hurt. And I, I, I called our first guest. And I was like, nah, he caught it. Toe drag, but then he bobbled his skip, and then he wasn't able to get his feet back down again. So I thought the Chiefs won this ball games more so than the Raiders lost it. Okay, big picture. And by the way, but, but I'm not going to let you slide. What did you just suggest, or did I hear correctly, that Patrick Mahomes is is more clutch than Tom Brady is? Tom. Is that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback playing in 2022. Patrick Mahomes is better than Tom Brady in 2022. Wait, the, the players in this league just voted Tom Brady the best overall player in the whole league going into this season? Did Patrick Mahomes just huh. beat Tom Brady? Huh? Did he go to his house and beat him, yes or no? Did he do that? Has he beaten him more than Tom's beaten him? No, they're no. tied. They're 3-3. No. Three, three. Okay. The point is, don't start in with the clutchness. Don't don't try to sell my homeboy as all-time clutch. The clutchest quarterback plays in Tampa. All he did was win his first six Super Bowls with game-winning drives. What? In the fourth quarter or overtime, all he did was go to Mahomes' house in an AFC championship game and convert three straight third and tens in overtime to win the game. <clears> That's all that. he did. He should have did that against Green Bay this year, and he should have did it against Patrick Mahomes this year. Did he do that against all, them? All he did no. is make... Patrick Mahomes looks silly in a Super Bowl game. That's all he did. Yeah, well, but, when okay. pressure comes, yeah. it happened to him. You see what pressure did okay. to Tom Brady? I, I got it. Okay. I'm about to make the case that the Las Vegas Raiders are the best one and four team in NFL <laughs> history because they easily could be four and one. I could even make a case they could be five and oh, but they are not. And as the great Bill Parcell said once upon a time, you are what your record says you are. They are one and four. Yes. And I believe after last night, after watching Josh McDaniels run that game, it's just not the same when you're not calling plays for Tom Brady and you don't have Bill Belichick to make all the big-picture decisions for you in the football game. Bill Belichick definitely wouldn't have went for two. I know he, that much. He, he would not have <laughs> gone for two. All right, so what I did love about Josh was they come out, it's still nothing to nothing, and they face a fourth and one near midfield, and what do they do right out of the box? He, he goes for it. If yeah. we could see the play, just to remind everybody, if you missed the first of the game, it, Josh said, let's just go for broke. And they got Devontae single covered, and he kind of he, – he barely gets it to him because he tried to be too fine with it. But, Boy, you, but it, you don't want to overshoot him. You, you want, don't want to do Lamar. You don't want to do Lamar. You got him so wide open, Skip. And, and this is where you finally – he's had a hard time connecting with a guy – who's like his brother, like right. he grew up with him, so to speak, in yeah. college, and they don't have great rapport yet because there are a couple of back shoulder throws where I'm saying, are you guys on the same page? Have you practiced together? Well, that's where he misses Aaron because he and Aaron never miss those back shoulders. They never miss that, and Aaron got to the point where he could almost blindfold and yes. throw it in Devontae's direction and get Devontae open, and they don't have this yet, and I don't know if it's a Derek Carr problem or a Devontae problem, but we're going to get to this in a few minutes, but Devontae just boiled over in frustration, obviously shoved down a credential worker yeah. at the end of the game, and we'll get deeply into that in just a moment. But the point was, things start to teeter and go south, and we'll talk also about the Chris Jones play, but then this was so vintage-typical 2020, you know, 2022 Las Vegas Raiders. If, if we could see this play, Kansas City misses a field goal with 928 left. Right. 
and one of their rushers on the field goal team gets called for what's he, it called? It's like a pull and shoot. Pull, yeah, pull and yeah, let the it, guy run through. It's called pull and shoot, but he's he's reaching out and grabbing and jerking yeah. down the blocker, trying to open a yeah. hole. Yeah, you can't do that. Okay, you can't do it. I think it happens quite a bit, and it doesn't get it, called. It used to happen a lot, Skip, especially on the punt team. Okay. Because that way, you, because you got more time. It's not like a it's not like a one two. The ball's gone. Yeah. So we definitely pull the guy, and the guy okay. would shoot through the gap. It's a huge play in the game because at that point, Kansas City was up 24 to 23, but all of a sudden, they get the ball right back first and 10, and here they go in and score, and then they go for two. In a situation like that, why would you even do it? Why would In a situation, it's 24 23. I, I, I have no idea because he's shaky already, the field goal. Yes, kicker, yes. And, and he missed again, and it would have been a psychological blow, right. not just to the Chiefs, but to the crowd. It takes the life out yes. of the crowd. Oh, no, we missed another field goal. Right. So that was a crucial play. But yet and still, Derek Carr finally comes up big. It's a third and six from the Kansas City 48. And he finally connected with Devontae on a real play. It wasn't like a trick fourth and one play. They got him bracketed yeah. here. They played yeah. in and out. He, 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 and Devontae put his hand up because yeah. he ran Could right he between them. And this is a wrong foot throw moving forward in the pocket and hit him, dropped a dime down the chimney on him. So he's throwing it off his wrong foot as he's running forward. But he's got enough arm strength. He gets it there. And Devontae, when he broke, he's, he's yeah. got his hand up. Okay. So th this is the, the play of the game, it looks like, for the Raiders because all of a sudden you've caught up. You've stemmed the tide. Yeah. You've broken the momentum. All of a sudden, it's a tie. No, it's not a tie game. All of a sudden, they're going for two with four minutes and 27 seconds left. Okay. And, and, and obviously, on the broadcast, Troy Aikman and, and uh, with, Joe Were Bob they losing saying, their mind, too? Okay. Well, they're, they're saying that the analytics say, go for it. Here's what the analytics say. And let's get you Trust fired. Trust me, they will get you fired. But, <laughs> but the analytics are in a vacuum. The analytics just say anytime you have something in two to go, go for it because you can make – the odds are probably 55% that you can make a two-yard right. gain for, for whatever it is. Right. Well, you have to weigh your, your situation. Correct. What, what does the game management feel like at that point? Right. What, what, is, what is happening? Well, you, you scratched and clawed your right. way back into the game. Your quarterback just made a huge throw. Right. And Josh McDaniel said after the game, we had a play we really liked. That play? That play. Okay, well, you practice that play. That's a real trick. Well, that, that's I, the opposite of what Andy Reid does. You, this, we, this is like blatant meat and potatoes. I was surprised, Skip, considering that they didn't get it, considering how well they had. Josh Jacobs had ran the football. Yeah. He had run the football literally okay. down Kansas City throw. Okay, he and, had. But in that situation, Skip, I, I everybody's inside. Everybody's stacked everybody's inside. Everybody's inside. I, I just don't get there, there's no cleverness. There's no, no, no creativity. No, 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 no. There's and that, there's by the that. way, just for the record, and I thought they were playing uphill the whole night, there is no Darren Waller. Well, well is he not your best red zone target? Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. wouldn't, wouldn't he be a primary option right. on a, a, a down in distance? Well, like you know, that? early in the game, you're not going to have him. So now it takes a lot of your two, uh, what, the two point plays. Maybe you got three going into the game. Maybe that takes some of it away. But I just thought, Skip, with four minutes and 23 seconds, that's a bit early. Maybe if there was 50 seconds in the ball game sure. and you got him no, on the ball. I got that. Okay. No, I, I got with, it. With damn near five minutes to I, go. I, I got it. They don't even have their backup tight. You know, that Foster Moreau is right, right. 87. Yes. I mean, he can catch the ball, too. Yes. He's tall. So so you don't have your, – your two biggest red zone targets are gone. So it's Devontae or Bust, and you know they're going to, like, triple him on yes. the play. So what you got, Josh? Well, you got a point that ties the game, and you feel like 
we're back right. in this. Like we're right here, right, right now. Okay. So they, they, again, Derek Carr's throwing up his hands like he it wasn't made even it. Close. It wasn't even close. If we could see the two point try again. I mean, it, his knee, his both knees hit and, and even Derek said after the game, I thought he scored. It, it wasn't close. It's not even close. You can see it from the side view. I'm not sure we have the side view, but Man. but he he just didn't get there. No. He he he's down at the one. <laughs> the knee is down at the one yard line. And even his elbow hit before before he crossed the goal yeah, line. I, I just don't love this. I don't know what the point of it is. I don't, I, I don't know what the thrust of it is. I don't know what you saw that you liked. I don't know if he wanted Derek to check out of it when he saw the way they were aligned. I have no idea, just but it to, did not work. Still, just take the PAT. Your tie ball game now is 423, 432 left in the ball game. Okay, because if you're going to ask your defense to stop them from going down and getting the field goal, shouldn't you ask your defense to stop them in a tie ball game? Yes, that's what happened, I mean, what and, and they did. <laughs> Magic Man Mahomes ran five plays but had to punt. Right. So he made one first down, and he had to punt. I didn't and like that play all, call. All the, that, that was a weird one, too. You on got Travis Kelsey, who's the best tight end in football, and somehow you throw the ball 30 yards down the field to Miko Harmon. And, and he wasn't even close to open. He just kind of – it was almost like a throw away to me, like he's about to go down. So the punt's a good one. You pin them all the way back at their seven-yard line. Right. 229 left in right. the game. And here they come. And they do make a couple of first downs. But finally, with 51 seconds left, it's third and one at the Raiders' 46-yard line, and here's that play in question to Devontae that you spoke of. Okay, he gets him free, and I, I got to tell you, if, if you're the highest-paid receiver in football, oh, you, gotta catch that you, clean. you, 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 you just got to clean catch, catch yeah, it. Yeah, no question. Because he bobbled. He, yeah. he didn't come clean, and he couldn't get his toes down. Right. And it clearly was not a catch. It, it clearly it, was it, not. It, it was not because he hadn't controlled the football yet. So... I, I'm sorry. If you're that dude, you, you just got to make this catch. It, it's just – and th that changes things because look at the, the situation. That would have given you a first down at the 39 with about 47 seconds left. It would have given you first and 10 at the 39. That's a 57-yard field goal. Carlson's pretty good. You yeah. got a shot there, well, but you got some time consider to – Consider he's made his first 38. I, I, I got it. And, and you could probably get it a little closer right. with Josh Jacobs at right. that point. Now right. you, you switch your whole philosophy right. and what you're trying to do. You have a chance to go steal one at Arrowhead, and it's up to Devontae. You know Mahomes was going to get that, right? Okay. You know if y'all got it, we're going to use our timeouts, make y'all kick the field goal, no. and then Mahomes go okay, right back down that, the field. That's first and 10 at the 39 with 40, what, 47 seconds left. Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs, you're, you're going to keep running the clock down. I don't think you're going to have enough time to do this. I tell you what, ask Josh Allen, do you think you got enough time with 13 seconds? Yeah. You think you got enough time, Josh? Uh, I, I don't think it's actually Justin Tucker kicking for the Chiefs right now. Are you right? Am I right? Yeah, yeah you're right. It's yeah, the yeah. second string yeah. kicker. Okay, so bad. I just don't know what he, <laughs> You're right. I forgot. He, I thought he it was He did make a 57-yarder at the end of the half, right. which shocked me. I think he was shocked, too. He's he like, was. how did I do that? Consider he shanked the other one. All right. Now we get to the final play of the game. And I would be curious to hear your take on this because I know what my take is on this. This is an embarrassment that you have two receivers run into each other to end the game. Well, it looked like what happened is that Devontae got jammed a little bit. He did. And because he and threw he the timing broke it off, inside. You see? He okay. got jammed. And see, what? See once, once uh, Hunter Renfro is ahead of jo uh, uh, Devontae, mm -hmm. the play's over. Because it's supposed to be like a scissors concept, mm -hmm. Skip. Devontae goes to the post, and then Hunter Renfro cuts right off his butt. Yep. And he was going to throw this ball to Hunter Renfro. 
I, I can't even tell who well, he's going to throw. It looked like he was going to throw it to Hunter Renfro. But I don't know. It might have been to Devontae. It might, it might have been going to Devontae. But it should have gone to Renfro because he run the scissors right, right off his butt, and he's going to be wide open. But I guess they're saying Devontae was going to be wide open kind of like the first play of the game. I mean, the fourth, the first first down. But what happened? Okay, remember, he threw the timing off when he got jammed. And the other problem is Spagnola decides to blitz. Oh, he wrote a ball. And, and, and the safeties come comes just completely free up yeah. the middle. Uh -huh. So all of a sudden, Derek Carr's throwing off his back, back foot, foot uh, falling backwards with a man right in his face. Yeah. And he really doesn't have time to do anything else. You would like to think that on a play like that, you would have a hot route that he could get the ball away quickly to. Mm -hmm. You know, I... I, I try to love Derek Carr. I do. I try because he's a good guy, I think, and he, right. he tries hard. I, I just don't know about his overall big-picture football IQ. I'm not sure about it. Just the command, you, the command, the feel. The, but, but Skip, okay. just when you least expect I, I it, he'll it. go do to your Cowboys he on Thanksgiving. He did it, and I was just going to say that. He got me on Thanksgiving, and he got me And good. he made every throw. And, and he had, if you look at his big-picture stats, they're very good yes. in clutch situations. But but he kind of wills it. He he almost does it by heart, you know, mm -hmm. like like it's it's all emotion how he's going to do it. It's not with with brains or right. or, or it, there's no Brady esque to it where right. Brady's going to pick you apart with playing chess. He's not going to beat you playing chess. Right. He might beat you jumping over you and playing checkers, right. but not chess. I think the situation like that, Renfro has to look out there and see that. Oh damn, take yep. that jam. Yeah. Hey, I got to break this thing off. You can't. Because he, if you think, look at it, Skip, he's in front of, I mean, it's got to be this, not this. And so once he sees that, the play is doomed. But it's not like Carr can do anything because, like you said, they came with a blitz. Yep. Um, and so now he's got to retreat, throw it off his back, back foot and hope you guys don't collide. You guys collided. That, that's what's so embarrassing because I'm like, it's I know. Terrible. I said, I know ain't no, uh, the DB didn't pull these guys down. And then when they short from here, like they collided. I was like, that is embarrassing. How many times in your Hall of Fame career did you run headlong into a fellow receiver and fall down? And no, I, I, I don't think I've ever done it. I think I, you probably never did it. I don't think, I don't, I, definitely not on fourth down, Skip, the no. last play of the game. Because a lot of times, Skip, you can see the guy at the corner die, and you'll pull He's up and you're like, three of them. Like, yeah. bro, you got to get up out of there. But that's what happens is that Renfro got a free release, <laughs> uh, and, and Tay Adams got jammed at the top. You see, you, if you see Skip, Renfro, you, bro, you, once you see gut, what, uh, he's in the press, you can't be first. Yep. Oh, God. What a terrible thing. And my first inclination, my first instantaneous thought was, it's pass interference. Yep. Uh, no, it's that's, not, that's unless it. you're going to call yep. them for running into each other. Right. They probably deserved a flag. <laughs> and then you see the back, Joe, he's looking like, uh, I can't believe you guys ran into uh, each other. But, yeah, he but they're looking around like, yeah. uh, we, we're not. We yeah, they came, uh, Kansas City did. Because in that situation, Skip, I want to make Derek Carr make a very quick decision. I don't want to give him time to like, okay, let me let me do this, let me do that. No, I'm I'm blowing you up. They came zero, zero bit, bomb blitz. We called it bomb when I was playing. They call it zero now. Yeah. And so they came. But because the slot receiver got a free release, Devontae got jammed at the top. It threw off the timing just enough. So now... Hunter Renfro is in front. He's supposed to be off the – it's a scissors concept. Tay to the post, mm -hmm. him to the seven, to yep. the corner route. Mm -hmm. And once once he's here and, and he realizes it, boom. <sighs> and now the ball hits the turf and everybody's looking around like, what happened? And now, if it wasn't for Chris Jones' play, that would have been the play tonight. How do two NFL receivers run into each other on fourth down and mm -hmm. given one of them is the best receiver mm -hmm. in football? 
We're going to get to Chris Jones in just a moment. But what eclipsed even that was what Devontae did after the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so yeah. he has called out the team as a new team leader. He's in the spotlight. He got the, the big money mm -hmm. to leave Aaron Rodgers for Derek Carr. And he's trying to be a team leader. And he came up small yeah, at the end of the yeah, game. He and he that. knew it. And yeah. he threw his helmet into the ground over by the bench. Then he's walking off the field. And a worker sort of, he said, jumped in front of him. And he... Shoved. shoved him down, and you just can't, you can't. for for a man. And he's a he, he's a good he kid. comes yeah. across as a good yeah. man to me, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah, he is. And I'm I'm gonna reach out to I'm gonna reach out to him. Um, that's that's really not like him. Um, we've spoken a couple of times. Um, he's 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 a good. I said kids. Yeah, I, I, got kid, I got kids. I got kids over here. Well, so, but, but, he, he's, but he's a good he, kid. He's become a yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. But you he, know what? He played a little bit off radar in Green Bay in Aaron's shadow to a certain degree, right. even though we all acknowledge he's the best receiver in football. Right. But all of a sudden, it became he became the man in Las Vegas. Right. He eclipsed even Derek Carr as right. the face of the franchise. Because he was supposed to be the guy that put them over the top. Correct. I thought so. Yeah. And now they fall into one and four, and he let his emotions get the better of him. And I don't think he'll get suspended. I but he's going to get fired heavily and, and nice talking to. Yep. And just hope, the, you know, hope the guy don't say, hey, I need a couple of extra dollars, too, for you shoving me down because my back hurt. Could could be. Because that, that's, know. Skip, you know, that's always what you run into. Somebody like, ah, oh, man, I'm going to have to miss a, I'm gonna have to miss a month of work. Yep. Could be. So much for the Raiders. No, nah, they, still, they still got a chance. Yeah, but they're going to have to win some. They have to string well, guys, some games together. Whew. That's 217 points. They Them do and the have Raiders, some time Ravens. to reset now. Sorry, Jane, and that ahead. could either be a good thing or a bad thing, right? They've got their bye week coming up now, so it's going to be a while before they get back on the field. Can they use that as time to horrible. reset, or does the frustration just continue to grow? All right, coming up this morning, was it roughing the passer in last night's game? Here we go again with this no. call. Plus, how much credit does Cooper Rush deserve down in Dallas? All that and more coming up on Minimal. Undisputed. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. 
Late in the first half of the Chiefs-Raiders game last night, a roughing the passer call came against Chiefs defensive tackle Chris Jones on Derek Carr, a call which negated a forced fumble. The referee who called the penalty said after the game, he saw Jones land on Carr with his full body weight while the QB was still inside the pocket. Shannon, was this indeed roughing the passer? No, this is an overreaction to Tua. And this should not be an overreaction to Tua because the NFL and the Miami Dolphins failed Tua. Tua had a concussion on Sunday. He lied and said it was his back, and they didn't properly evaluate him for a concussion. They sent him back out there on Thursday, and he took another hit when his brain was already vulnerable in a vulnerable state. That's what that was about. This was about the NFL and the Miami Dolphins failing to a talk of the lower. This was not that play. And so now this is an overreaction. We've got to, we've got to protect it because we see the head injuries. No, when you sign up for football, Skip, you know things like this can happen. Chris Jones, and, and I heard Carl Shepard's explanation. He said the quarterback gets protection. Well, when doesn't the quarterback have protection? Tom Brady starts to take off. Grady Jarrett slings him down. It was unnecessary. Now, all of a sudden, Chris Jones comes from behind, takes the ball out of his hand. He tries to brace his ball with his left to keep from dropping all his dead weights because what he's trying to do, Skip, is not touch him so he can take off running with the football because he has it in his hand. But because of what the official is positioned, he can't see all of that. All he sees is Chris Jones fall on top of Derek Carr, and all of a sudden, I've got to call a, a, a rough in the passer. That is not what that is. And they're getting... But you know what I want to happen? I want this to happen to Jerry Jones. I want Jerry Jones to miss out on the opportunity to go into the Super Bowl or advance into a playoff game on a very call like this and watch how fast that rule get changed. Mm. Because that's the only way it's going to change. You think Jerry runs the NFL? I, I, I want this, and I'm sorry, Cowboy fans, but I want something like this to happen to Jerry huh. because that's the only way. Because what you're doing, Skip, you're asking these defensive defensive players to be the matrix, mm. to defy all physics. Chris Jones is 300 pounds, so now you want him to take the ball from a man and in the process of falling his momentum at 300 pounds, do like this to land on his side or do like this to land on his back. When the NFL know and the competition committee knows that's physically and virtually impossible to defy physics in that nature. Skip, the guy, the guy uh, Grady Jerry, he grabbed Brady around the waist. He slings him down. Now, if you want to call rough in the past, you remember a couple years ago, Brady got concussed when Khalil Mack slung him down that very way, Skip Bayless. He did. Not one thing. Right? So for me, no. And it could have cost them the game because they got three points out of that drive that they didn't deserve. Fortunate for them, for, fortunate that Kansas City was able to win this ball game. But no, at some point in time, and if you want, hey, here's the thing right here. Video, do we got that Denzel Perriman play? Do we got, okay. There's a play, Denzel Perriman, sacks Patrick Mahomes. He slung him. He slung the flag. Him. I, I was surprised they didn't throw that I'm flag. not, because it wasn't a penalty. Skip. Dean Blandino offered a very great explanation yesterday. He just said basically a lot of what I said. He said there was no hit to the neck, head, or shoulder area. He said there was no landing of the body weight on Tom Brady. He said there was no hit below the knee. He said there was a no there there. Mm. He says, I don't know what else you're supposed to do, Skip. So if I can't hit you in the neck, the neck, head, or shoulder, I can't land my body weight on you. I can't hit you in the knee. Just tell me how am I supposed to get the quarterback down? Mm. Am I supposed to just, like, touch him on the butt, make it like the Pro Bowl? Or do I just shove you in the back? I'm just trying to figure, how else do you get a man in the, on the ground? That's normally how you tackle. Tackle, you probably normally going to land on somebody. That, mm. that, that's 
kind of how it is. But I do not, I do not agree that this was a, this was a, a, a rough in the passer call. Mm. Okay, a couple things before I launch back at you. Okay. Uh, if Jerry Jones runs the National Football League, how is it that my Dallas Cowboys have not made it to an NFC yes, championship sir. game since 1995 season? Do you know how many years that is? Well, well Jerry could fix that. Now, the, the, if he's the, in control, he, the, would, the, the, he would make that right. The, the skill. I mean, I, I mean, I can't make it that obvious when you're that terrible. Oh. But I did see. I did some. Guess what happened? You see what happened when the catch happened? When Dad Bryant got robbed of a catch, what happened, Skip? You see the routine. Now, that rule had been in place for how long? Mm. Because it happened to who? Mm. And you see what happened? <laughs> when Tom Brady... Hey, 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 Skip, they, they, uh, they say we got the pyramid sack. Oh, okay. this, this is the Denver pyramid. Yeah. Now, I want to know. Yep. Oh, hold on, oh, wait a minute. He slung him. Whoa, wait a minute. Yep. Wait a minute. Wait, why is the flag on mm. NFL? Yep. Well, I think you're going to start seeing that more and more. That should have been flagged. They missed that. That one. ain't no flag. Well, I'm just telling you, they missed it. <laughs> All right, back to Chris Jones. I'm sorry, you're dead wrong about this because I don't love this rule, but that is flat out the rule. He called it by the letter of the law. As Sheffer said after the game, the defender landed on him with full body weight and in real time, fast time, you cannot ask a referee to, to see the nuance of he tried to brace himself. I, 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 he may have tried. He hit full body weight on Derek Carr's throwing shoulder. I don't care what you say. He, after the game, Chris Jones says, I'm three, four. He starts to say 340 something. He's yeah. caught himself and says 325. <laughs> okay, because I think he's 340. But Yo, whatever. Of course. He'll okay. be a huge man. He's a huge man. And remember, this is a four-year-old rule. I call it the Tony Romo rule because every time I turned around, somebody with full body weight landed on Romo and broke his collarbone or separated his shoulder. Right. That's the classic broken collarbone separated shoulder right. play. And, and again, I'm, I don't like it. Heck, I, I don't even come close to loving it, but they instituted it. Four years ago, and we saw it in a Minnesota Green Bay game. Remember it? And we're like, what? To Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Aaron, uh, it was Barr. The yeah. guy that said the Dallas Cowboys. It was Barr on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And he did he, he, break, break his he broke his collarbone. Yes. Okay. And they just said enough of this because our game hinges upon the marketability of the quarterback. They have to sell quarterbacks. And they're going to do everything in their power to protect the quarterback. And then I'm amused by all the bleeding hearts out there wailing about Tua. Oh, you you evil, cold-blooded NFL. How can you do this to Tua? Well, well, then the same people are wailing about, this is a terrible call. Well, it's it's overreaction to Tua because the league doesn't want to come across as cold-blooded and evil. It wants to protect the player. Okay, so... Here, no, they want to play out on the field. Yeah, okay, well, okay. I, I, in this case, they, they want the quarterbacks upright. Right. They, they want them oh, to yeah. play. They, they've okay. been given specific instructions. It's an, object, it's an objective call by the officials. But when in all doubt, Skip, err on the side of throwing the flag because we want that guy on the field. That's all they want. And they don't want CTE lawsuits out the wazoo for the, the rest of their days right. where people – there can't be a parade – to the court system to get even with the NFL for why didn't you protect me from right. head injuries? Well, right? the thing is, I think, Skip, we know a lot more now, especially over the last decade uh, with the with the, uh, the 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 movie that came out, came out, and we've seen the, the the ravages and the effects of what it's had on some of our 
best players. We saw Junior Seau, and we see some of these other guys, Demarius Thomas, with 33 years of age, and he had uh, level two CTE. So we see, we understand. But now, Skip, we know going in, this is what the, this is uh, assumption of the risk. You know there's a risk if you play tackle NFL football. There's an assumption of the risk that concussions and CTE after concussions could possibly happen. So nobody can say, well, man, I didn't know if I was playing football I could get CTU or I could get a concussion. You know. You know. Okay. So now I'm going to come across as cold-blooded and maybe evil, but as you know, I am the biggest NFL fan you're going to find. Mm -hmm. But I accepted in my 20s when I started to cover your game from the inside out. It's just a dangerous game. Yeah. You, you just had both your hips replaced. <laughs> yes. You're, you're actually pretty lucky overall yeah. because in, in the big picture, you, you actually survived pretty well. Yeah. I didn't but, really have a whole lot of done when I was playing, but you had both hips replaced, hey, fractured collar, okay. fractured orbital, you did. Dislo uh, torn rib cartilage that rib protrudes on the left side, uh, knee, both knees scope, ankle uh, surgeries. Yeah, okay. I've had a lot back jacked up now. And, and how many surgeries did Mark Schlereth Probably have? Probably like 22, Okay, 23. It's just hard, man. Yeah. And it's almost like... And do it all over again, too, Skip. You would do it all over again. <laughs> I absolutely because would. Because you loved it, and it does bring you fame and fortune. Not not huge fortune, but but to a degree, given where you came from, it's fortune. It, it, my brother were able to get our family that up that is dirt correct. road. That is correct. So the, the beauty of the game is what we just described. The downside is... You, you have to assume risk. I'm surprised that they don't just make you sign a waiver. <laughs> yeah, just sign a waiver. I, whatever happens to me happens, yeah. and I give it up. Yeah. Because it's going to happen. It's not a matter of if. It's just a when yeah. are you going to get hurt because yeah. you're going to get hurt. You played this right? game long enough, Skip. And the thing is, Skip, the guys are getting bigger, they're getting faster, and they're getting stronger. And the collisions, it's almost like having a collision on the Autobahn. They're not very many, but when they happen, they happen. there's normally a fatality because you're going at such a high rate of speed. So, when, And that's what they try to do. Skip, if you look at the kickoff, they don't let the guys get a mm -hmm. running start. When I came in the league in 1990, Skip, I would line up 15 yards. When, when uh, uh, Treadwell was our kicker at the time, and when Treadwell would kick that ball, Skip, Skip, I was in a dead sprint. By the time the guy turned around, I shoved him in his back. I was already past him. And I was going, and I'm trying to hit. I'm trying to hit somebody as hard as I possibly can. And our job was to make him cut back. He cuts back. I need somebody to hit him with his ear hole. Okay. So to the NFL's credit, they said enough of that. <laughs> they said you can't get a running okay. start anymore. And to the NFL's credit, they took a lot of the blindside hits out yes. because the, on sudden change plays on interceptions, people are so vulnerable. Warren Sapp one time almost Clifton. Oh, oh God. Uh, uh, Chad Clifton. That's who we got. Yeah. And, and the, the, the Keith Rivers play, uh, the crackback block, yeah. which is the Heinz Ward play, where you can't block behind a play now. You can't. Well, you, well, you okay. could. I mean, so, you, you so, look for that. Okay, I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but now that. we're going to the, the 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 limits of this, where it's gone completely over the edge yeah. into you sit back and say, well, it's not even football it's not. anymore. It's, it's becoming like the pro. Because at this point in time, I was having a conversation with somebody in the league. I said, well, these quarterbacks going to play 20, 30 years. Somebody's going to pass Tom Brady. If you protect these guys like this, Skip, you can't land on them. You can't hit them in the knee. You can't hit them in the neck, head, or shoulder area. And I just don't know how you get him down. I mean, okay. the whole thing about tackling that skip. Normally, when you tackle somebody, you throw them to the ground. Well, now you can't even throw the quarterback to the ground. Okay, but on the Grady Jarrett play, all they're going to start asking is, 
you can't sling anymore because that's the whiplash play because Brady was able to miss, but Tua couldn't miss. His head bounced on the ground. Because right? Tua had the ball in both hands. Brady yeah. was smart enough to know he, that well, I'm he's, going. He's, you see, he's you done see, this before. You see Brady stick his arm he out? He did. He's like, uh-uh, no, no, you're finna slam me on my head. Okay, so on, on the Brady thing, his head almost hits the turf, but it doesn't. Yeah. It went in that direction. Yeah. But Tua has hit the turf so hard, his hands are spasmed. Right. You know, his fingers right. are crinkled up right. because we got neck issues going right. on. That's what scared me. And guess what, Skip? Just the Sunday before, when uh, Milano pushed him down, what was the thing to hit? The back of his Whiplash. head. Whiplash. So he basically got the same injury with a little bit more G-force than what happened on Sunday. So what did the NFL, what did the Dolphins expect to happen? Oh, there's nobody. But they fired everybody that was, they, they fired the guy that was associated with that. Okay. They so, that. So you can just watch what's about to happen. They're going to say, if you're going to, Tackle him, and you can't sling him. You're gonna have to pull him to your into you, pull him straight down. And you watch, okay? And, and somebody's gonna break their leg because you you talking about a man, a 300 pound, a 250 pound man dropping all of his weight down on the guy's leg. He gonna end up tearing his knees, tearing his ACL. Well, there's no good way out of this. Then, uh, several people, including Chris Jones, brought up: Should we start reviewing? Because the one good thing that slows college games down makes them four hour extravaganzas. <laughs> But every targeting. targeting, they just go right, right. to the booth. Right. And, and, Even if and, it's called or not. And, and, and it might take 10 minutes to figure <laughs> it out because it's always kind of close. Right. Did, he, right. did he lower his head? Did right. he go crown to crown? Did he get him up right. in the face? It, it, it's always, it, it, it's not completely clear in real fast time. Right. And sometimes I look at it and say, I don't think so. And they usually get it pretty they right. Get it right. Okay, do you want to start seeing every one of these reviewed? I, Skip, I, I just think the thing is now is that it's becoming so hard to attack the quarterback is that this is why you see these quarterbacks throwing for all the yardage and doing what they do because they have the protection that the other guys... And you see, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes has already thrown for more touchdowns than Troy Aikman throwing in his career. But <laughs> Troy said, hell, I wish I had those protections that he had mm -hmm. because... Troy suffered a lot of concussions, but they were knocking the quarterback out. They literally, you went into the game trying to knock the opposing quarterback out of the game. In Troy's, is it his second year? Buddy Ryan and company. They played out of on it. They oh, sacked him like okay. eight, nine times. That, that was the first year. That was yeah. 1989. But, but, I mean, Troy got rocked, yeah. man. I mean, it took like a year off the end of his career because yeah. he took so much punishment, and it was – all come, you know, yeah. like it, it was just there was no that's why no you, regulating. That's why you hate the Eagles, cause buddy, buddy put a bound on your kicker. I did. I, I've always hated the Eagles. I, I hated I hated Dick Vermeil's Eagles. They made me sick. Yeah, but but, I, but, Skip, I mean, uh, but where are we, Skip? Where are we going with this? You tell me. This like, I don't know. Skip, this is not football. Yep. I mean, the quarterback is basically, you know, in practice, and you you've been to all these practices. The, the quarterback has on a red jersey or green jersey. He's become untouchable. Well, hell, he's got a green or red jersey on. If that's not the color in the actual game. Yeah. This all started in 2008 when, when Brady came off losing the Super Bowl with an almost undefeated record. Right. And in game number one, yep. he goes down and out. And, and it was a great quarterback because if you remember, Skip, Rodney Harrison did the same thing to Trent Green in 99. That's how Kurt Warner got he his did. start. He crawled, hit him in the knee, tore his ACL. Kurt Warner goes in, and boom. And well, Matt Castle did pretty well. They yeah, just missed the playoffs. Right. They were 11 But Matt Castle ain't Tom Brady. No. <laughs> and and I, I can tell you, being on ESPN at that point, 
the bottom fell out of our, our season because, you know, whether you love or hate Brady, he's still Brady. Right. And you're, you're going to have him as a topic every Monday morning, yeah. and we didn't have him anymore. Yeah, you, you, you want those big names. You wanted the Bradys. You wanted the Mannings. You wanted the Roethlisberger. That's just what makes the league go. Quarterbacks make it go. No matter what you think about no them, Skip, you think. The, the driving force. <sighs> okay. But this, they, 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 uh, they got to do something about this, Skip, because it's going to turn into the Pro Bowl on the yeah. quarterback. I, I think we're going to have to go to reviews, seriously, okay. to get would, it right. I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah. Because, man, can you imagine, Skip, if someone loses the Super Bowl or loses an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl on a Grady Jarrett or Chris Jones type of play, Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones will lose his mind. Because you already – and Al Davis probably rolled over. Al Davis like, finally, I probably – I got one to go my way because they've been sticking it to me for the longest time. And, he went to his grave believing that – And his classic rule. line, the quarterback must go down and, and he must, must go down hard. He, he said that in the first couple of plays, the quarterback yep. must go down. <laughs> and he must go down hard. Oof. And he must. He must. Let the quarterback stay up right there, pick you apart. Mm -hmm. I hear flat football is becoming very popular, gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, moving on. Skip, let's talk about Cooper let's. Rush. He's undefeated as your starting quarterback. Cowboys, or he's 5 0. He's won four straight for the Cowboys this season. Most recently, he led Dallas to that 22 10 win over the Super Bowl champion Rams. Shannon, let's start with you. What percentage of the credit does Cooper Rush deserve for the Cowboys being four and one? Ten. Ten. You don't believe that. Ten. Okay. That's all you bet. You keep talking, I'm gonna go down to five. I'm talking. But they're five I'm then. Keep so you, you, five percent says Shannon. Since Sharp. Cooper Rush took over, the Cowboys offense is 16th in scoring. There's 32 teams, so that's middle of the pack. They're 24th in total yards. That's below middle of the pack. They're 26th in passing offense. That's below middle of the pack. They're 27th on third down. But now, in that same time, let me tell you what the Cowboys' defense has done. They're fourth in scoring D, eighth in total yards D, second in sacks, eighth in takeaways. That's why you're winning these games, and these are the points that they've allowed. 17, 16, 10, and 10 in his four starts. Can I interest you in that? Mm. Let's see, that's 20, 36, 36, well, 43. So mm. they've given up 43 points. Mm. They've given up 10 and a half points a game in his four starts this year. Mm. In those four starts, what's their point differential? Did you ask that of your researcher? Uh, let's see. The great Heisman Trophy winner, Steve Owens? As long, no. it, it doesn't matter. Mm. As long as you're holding team. If you, can, if you can't win games and you're scoring 10 points. In that stretch of those four starts, yeah. four and oh yeah. is the record. Dallas is plus 37 in point differential. That ranks fourth in the NFL. Yeah. Isn't that the name of the game, yeah. outscoring the opponent? Yeah, but when the huh. other team can't score with 10, huh. all you got to do is get to 11. Huh. And what about plus, takeaways? Plus 37. What about the scooping scores? Huh. Have, you, have you gotten any scooping scores? Yeah. Have you gotten any big? Okay. So, yeah, yeah, 10% because he's managing. He's managing. Okay, Skip, we let him order a little stuff, but he's not, mm. he's not responsible for the store. Mm. So I just want you to know that. I gave him 10%. And because you kept bumping your guns, it's down to five now. Five percent yeah, says five, the Hall of Famer. Five. Because he's... Five percent. You know what? I am highly amused by this topic. Yeah. And, and I wish I did not have to answer this question. You got to, though. I, I wish the show could just go to commercial right now no, so I can't. didn't have to talk. We can't. Because I don't even want to bring attention to what is actually happening with Cooper Rush. Nothing. He ain't doing much. Because the world is still sleeping on Cooper Rush. I figure maybe the Eagles are still sleeping on Cooper Rush. We'll wake him up. I think they're flying high, and, and they're, they're so, so high right now, they're way above Cooper Rush because he's way down there somewhere 
This is going to be a cakewalk for the Eagles, or so they think, because it's just it, Cooper it, it, it Rush. Cakewalk, but, uh, Shannon but, Sharp says he's a game manager. Shannon Sharp says he's just going along for the ride. Shannon Sharp says he will turn back into a pumpkin as we approach Halloween. He's driving a five-speed right? five and he hasn't got out of first gear yet. Okay, hasn't gotten out of first gear yet, says the Hall of Famer. So forgive me, Cowboy Nation, but I, I have to very quietly, I should whisper, very significant, but I will mention them just in passing, and I'll, I'll I'll toss them out in the middle of the table, and then I'm going to scoop them all back up and put them back in my little pouch here to keep like fairy dust in my pocket. Yeah, because we're going to sprinkle fairy dust when we go to Philadelphia. On my oh, look at you talking all. So you talking all big on a Tuesday? Mm. Okay. So let's just quickly review what Cooper Rush actually has accomplished in the National Football League. So he starts off in a game last year on Halloween night. Sunday night stage at Minnesota, he throws for 325 yards, 24 of 40. He throws 40 passes in that game, completes 24 of 40, two touchdowns, did throw a pick in that game, but with 52 seconds left, 51 seconds left, he throws to Amari Cooper a five-yard touchdown pass that wins the game 20 to 16. So he came up clutch at the end of the game, and 325 is nothing to sneeze at for a guy starting his first NFL game. So can he throw the ball in the National Football League? I, I think that proved it right there. So now we go to game number two, start number two, which was start number one this year on a big stage game against Cincinnati at Jerry World, defending AFC champs. The team that's lost three yeah, games and, and five. And the, he throws for 235 in that game, a touchdown, no interceptions, because, by the way, in his four starts this year, he's done nothing wrong because he has no interceptions, no strip sack fumbles, nothing lost. He's not lost the ball one time in four games. That will work, see Dak Prescott. Against Cincinnati, with 57 seconds left, he's got it first and 10 in his 35, and he hits CD for 8 and Noah Brown for 12 and CD for 10, and all of a sudden they're in position for a 50-yard field goal, which Brett Maher makes, and they, they walk off 20 to 17. So I'm going to repeat. He hits CD with a clutch throw, Noah Brown big clutch throw, CD clutch throw, mm -hmm. throw, throw, throw. He did that. He, he didn't actually call Amazon and say, could you deliver this football over here to this guy? No, he actually threw it. It left his hand, and it went into CD's hands twice for 8 and 10 yards and once to Noah Brown for 12 yards. Big clutch, big-time throws on a big na national TV stage, and they won the game. Then they go to New York, and they fall behind thanks to Saquon finally busting loose, and it's 13-6 to Giants. Big Blue is back. Big Blue is red hot. Brian Dayball is going to be coach of the year. Giants are pretty good because they're 4-1 now. And what does Cooper Rush do? He answers with two straight drives, 75-9 and nine yards, 89-11 and 11 yards, two straight drives to put them back on top. And in those two drives, he completes 12 of 13 passes, for 129 yards, but he can't throw, and he's only 5% of the equation, says Shannon yeah. Sharp, okay? Then Washington. Washington bursts out ahead thanks to walk it to oh, a win. Oh, he burst out ahead. They were up 7-6. Seven, yeah, to six. seven to 6 Wow. And, and all of a sudden, the answer man says, I got you. 75 yards in 15 plays, including a third and eight conversion at the Dallas 35 to Michael Gallup for 15 yards and a third and six at the nine conversion to Michael Gallup for a touchdown that put them back ahead 12 to seven. They needed him to throw in that game and he threw for 223 because in that game, Washington was running for 142 to Dallas's 
62 yards. So it, it wasn't a run, run, run game for Dallas. They had to throw to win, and they finally broke away because of Cooper Rush's arm. He actually did that. Then we go to the Rams, and this is where everybody got thrown the curveball, which I actually love because we got a strip sack early. We got a block punt early, and all of a sudden it's 9 to nothing. Should have been 10 to nothing, but it's 9 to nothing Dallas. And in a shock to me, we completely shut down the Rams' running game, held it to 38 what yards. What do you mean everybody shut it down? Okay, well, again, we can't stop anybody. We're, we came into that game ranked 27th in the NFL in stopping the run. 27th? That, that's pathetic. Y'all 27th. That's like the bad old days. But they're 30th in rushing. Okay, well, so I, y'all I, a plus. it could have shocked me. I thought Sean McVay would do to me and to us what he did in that playoff game at the Coliseum back after the 2018 well, season. He ain't got he ran yards. Well, he doesn't. Although I like Cam Akers, and every once in a while I like Henderson. I just think they don't have an offensive line. And sometimes, by the way, I'm not sure we have much of an offensive line because Tyler Smith was getting exposed on Sunday. Well, Am I right? I mean, uh, well, Aaron Donald exposed a lot of people. You go one on one. Skip, you just—I mean, you make some very compelling points. But what you haven't told me is when your defense has given up more than 17 points. Okay, they haven't because they're really good. And I told you before the year started. I told you we will go as far as Micah and the Marauders carry us. And we're being carried by Micah and the Marauders. But, okay, Shannon, in the end, it's a quarterback's game. Can, before you go on, can, can I show you what Ron Rivera said yesterday? Yeah. In, in this, this actually was a huge shot at yeah. Carson Wentz. Yeah, we but I got, see... I got something for him because we're going to talk about it a little later. Okay. I got something for him too. All right, well, you can talk about him okay, right now. Okay. Let's see what he said. Why do you think the teams in the division are farther ahead at this point? Quarterback. With quarterback, like the Cowboys, for instance, they're, they don't have Dak Prescott this season and still have been able to well, they win. Started with, well, they, well, they started, started with, with them, Dak, but and they build around Dak, and the offense is built around Dak. Um, their backup's a, a guy that is very solid inside of it, inside of what they do. Um, and the truth is that, that this is a quarterback-driven league. And if you look at the teams that have been able to sustain success, they've been able to build it around a specific quarterback. Okay, so my point to you is, you can't give Cooper Rush 5% when it is a quarterback-driven lead. You can't win four straight games with a backup quarterback who gets only 5% credit because he's been way more valuable than 5%. And guess what? <clears throat> what Mike Ron Rivera did not tell you, that the Cowboys are fourth in defense, the Eagles are seventh in defense, and the Giants are ninth in defense, mm -hmm. while he's all the way down there to 27th he's, in defense. Terrible. Now, I here's agree. the thing. Uh, the uh, uh, Washington football team, oh, excuse me, the Commanders, mm -hmm. yep. they have one takeaway. In five games, they've taken the ball away. Now, granted, I'm not saying walking to him is a world beater, mm. but he's a far cry. He's not the only reason. How about you guys take the ball away? Yes, he's, he, uh, he's turned the ball over far too much, but you haven't helped him by creating, creating turnovers for him okay. and giving him a short field. So while Ron Rivera, if I'm not mistaken... In Ramon Rivera, defensive coach? He is. Whoa, so and, what? And, and, and Jack Del Rio? He was a pretty good one. Certainly in Carolina. I can't was. tell. Yeah. So, while you keep talking about the quarterback and the quarterback is, Cooper Rush hadn't turned it over at all. Mm -mm. Jalen Hurst has turned it over one time. And, and Daniel Jones has done a better job of taking care of the football. So, they go hand in hand. But I'm back to you on our originally scheduled programming. So, let's just say for the sake of argument that the Cowboys defense, like the Cowboys offense, was instead of being fourth in scoring defense, they were 17th. And instead of eighth in total yards, they were 25th. And instead of uh, uh, second in sacks, they were like 
20th in sacks. And instead of being eighth in takeaways, they would say, like, 25th. What do you think Cooper Rush would do then with that? Mm. He would not be undefeated. Mm. Okay. So that's why he got five. Okay. Now, you keep talking, I'm going to whittle it down some more. What do you think would have happened if Ben DiNucci had started these last four games? What do you think would have happened? He would have unraveled. He would have thrown three picks in one game and two picks in another and been strip-sacked twice in another, and it would be a disaster. And you know and I know they would be 0-5 praying that Dak could play. You you took Ben DiNucci, Skip. You took the guy that had never played in his first career start, and he was like a 22-, 23-year-old. His first start, you do realize that uh, Cooper Rush was 27. He was 27 in his mm-hmm. first start yep. versus the guy that was 23. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I told you that from the start. He'd been in the system for six years. It's why I was the only man left in the world after Dak went down and st- after stinking it up in the opener against Tom Brady because Dak was terrible in that game. Let me ask you, if okay? you don't mind, if- but, but did I not say... We're not dead yet? Everybody you, said we're dead. I said Cooper Rush is pretty good. Question. How much credit did Jim McMahon get for the 85 Bears? How much credit did Trent Dilfer get for the 2000 Ravens? How much credit did Brad Johnson get for the 02 Bucks? How much credit did Russell Wilson get for the 2012, 2012 Seahawks? Are you telling me that? I'm just asking you a simple question. Okay, are you How? telling me I'm asking you one back? Is Micah's defense on par with Ray Lewis's defense just, or Derek Brooks's defense? Can I ask you? I mean, once you answer my question, I can answer. Or you. the '85 Bears defense? I'm asking you. Lord have mercy. How Jim much- McMahon got a, a, a big share of the credit. Jim McMahon was pretty good. Trent Dilfer, not so much. Skip. You watched it. Thank you me. caught Skip. passes from Trent I Dilfer. Skip. They don't give our colleague here at, at Fox. TB credit mm-hmm. because why? Oh. He played with the steel curtain. Well, I do. Even though that man won a Super Bowl MVP and a league MVP. Okay, go look at Super Bowl 13, what happened. It was Terry Bradshaw's game against my Dallas Cowboys. It's the most talent I've ever seen on one football yes. field at one time. Yes. It is loaded with Hall of Famers yes. on both sides yes. of the ball. And Terry Bradshaw rose above that game. Now he's like everybody's favorite uncle, and they can't even envision what he was. He was really he, he, good. He was spectacular. Oh. That was my favorite team. Well, he was up. the MVP of that game, just yes. throwing it like crazy to Swan and Stallworth. Yeah, he was, a two t- he was a two-time MVP. Yeah, okay. So, okay, so he got credit. I don't no, know. not you like know the Steel Curtain. They're like, well, look at our Hall of Famers. Look at all the Hall of Famers he's playing with. He got Joe Green and Mel Blood and Ham and Lambert and Donnie Shell and Mike Webster and, and Coach this and Coach that. Come on. All I'm saying is, Skip, your guy is a guy. That defense is playing unbelievable, and he's having to do marginal work in order for these to turn into victories because he has yet the, uh, an opposing team has hadn't gotten more than 17 and five starts. Most quarterbacks can win games if your defense is going to play like that, and they've been very good in the red zone. They've been very good at taking the ball away. They've been very good at pressuring your quarterback, and if they don't sack him, they hit him. You're talking about my defense. The Cowboys defense. Yeah, well, they lead the league in pressures. Okay, then. Okay? I okay, got it. Then. I love it. I told you okay. that. That's all we had. We're, we're not taking the ball away that much. We finally did against the Rams. Yes. But we weren't going into the Rams because no. we were way down at the bottom. We had only four takeaways. But that, that's 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 more than what okay. you've given it away. Okay, but Cooper Rush was not needed against the Rams, and he's got, weirdly, no ego. He does not care. He just he wants to win. He doesn't have no ego. you got to do something to have an ego. No ego. No ego. He's almost like a cipher. I can't he even... He's just happy to be there. Read. You know what? I, 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 In the end, you have convinced me 
that Cooper Rush is just a guy. And, 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 in the end, you, you have convinced it. me long as you know. that he's going to get exposed sooner than later as an undrafted fraud. I, you have convinced me we shouldn't even discuss him the rest of the week because he's just a nobody who fell into the right place at the right time and has gone along for a nice ride. Why That's you all the, he is. Why you over there I, I agree put five with on you. It. I agree with put you. Put five on it. I'm not going to put anything why on not? anything. Why not? Cooper Rush. Okay, you I over there, You over there talking about I, he deserved 85% of the credit? I didn't say 85%. Five, I said 60. That, I never got to that, but oh, that I, I give him 60. Oh, no, I'm going to keep all because this stuff is really hot right <laughs> that's, here. That's a, I'm going to save that's this. That's a bull job. You're going to get that man 60% of the credit. So how much you... Hold on. So if you give him 60% of the credit, you're only telling me the defense only get 40% of the credit? Yeah, because it's a quarterback-driven league, to quote Ron Rivera. But he, ain't that, Ron. he ain't that quarterback. Okay, he ain't. I agree with you. He ain't that quarterback. This will be his last start of his career. This is going to be the you end of what? Cooper Rush at Philadelphia. If he wins this game, it will not okay, be the well, last start. It's going to be the last start of his career. I'm, I'm on record. I got it. You convinced me. You're in the Hall of Fame. I'm not. So, you got me. Hold on, hold on. You got hold me. On. It's over I, for I, Cooper I, I, Rush. I, I want you to get a record right now. I'm going to rush to judgment. He's done. So you're saying if Cooper Rush beats the Eagles, that starts against the Detroit Lions next Sunday. I don't even want to talk about it because those are hypotheticals. I don't <laughs> deal in hypotheticals. <laughs> That's all you deal <laughs> I'm like a coach. That's, I don't deal that's in hypotheticals. All you, actually, that's all you deal in is hypotheticals. <laughs> I'm over and I'm out. No more Cooper Rush. Okay. Hush. It's Cooper Hush. That's all right. No talking about Hush by ten, by ten, ten, by 10 30 by 10 30 Eastern time. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night. Yeah. He turned back into a pumpkin. Okay. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and, and I, I agree. And because, I agree. You got me. And Halloween, so he'd be yeah. right in order. I got it. Carve Perfect. him up. Make him a right jack o' lantern. Carve him up. Mm hmm. Jacko Rush. I That's smell what we some got. reverse jinxing afoot, mm -hmm. Mr. Yeah. Skip Bayless. No. Now, I just don't want to Don't talk forget, anymore. Dak Prescott did start throwing yesterday, and he has a critical doctor's appointment today. Come on so back, Dak. So we may Dak. know more about the situation the doctor. when news about that <laughs> trickles out. All right, up next, guys. How much is Baker Mayfield to blame for our breaking news yesterday morning blame? when Matt Rule uh, yeah. got fired? Unfortunately. That's coming up on the other <laughs> side of this break. <laughs> When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. 
Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Yesterday, while we were on the air, the Carolina Panthers fired Matt Rule after the Panthers' 1-4 and four start to the season. Baker Mayfield has thrown four touchdowns and four interceptions on the season. Now he's going to be playing for his sixth coach in five seasons. <laughs> Shannon, what percentage of the blame does Baker Mayfield deserve here? A lot more than my partner going to give him, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give him a heap of it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to load it up on it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make it like Thanksgiving. Really? I'm going to give him second helpings. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him some of everything. We'll give him mac potatoes, mac he's, and cheese. He's the lowest hanging fruit ever and in the history of the NFL, isn't he? He ain't what you mean hanging. He on the ground. He mm-hmm. rotten. Mm-hmm. He, he don't hang it on no tree. Mm-hmm. He rotten fruit. Mm. He's been rotten for a while, but I've been trying to tell you that you're head hard, mm. but you're going to learn. Mm. All I know is that with a coach, Coach Baker Mayfield, unless you're Kevin Stefanski, and Kevin Stefanski is like, I'm going to get you up out of here before you get me up out of here. Every other NFL coach that's ever coached Baker Mayfield has lost their job. Mm. And what's the common denominator? It doesn't matter where they are. You can be in Cleveland, you can be in Carolina. Mm. But if you took coach him, it won't be long. Mm. Wait, Kevin Stefanski's still in power, right? Hold on. Is he Coach Baker Mayfield? Hold on. I remember Kevin Stefanski won Coach of the Year and Baker Mayfield talking about this man holding me back. Yeah. You held him back. You held him back from a championship. Baker won that man Coach of the Year. Well, Baker did that. No, Nick Chubb did. Mm. How can you not win when you got Nick Chubb running? Nick Chubb get 100 yards. He get out of his bed. Wake up. Mm. Yep, got 100 today, baby. Mm. Run for 100 every game. Mm. And and you couldn't do it. Let me go back to this. Baker Mayfield and... Carolina. He has the worst completion percentage. Hmm. Doesn't matter. Uh, he has the worst QBR in the entire league. He has the worst completion percentage and QBR in the entire league. They're 31st in total yards. They're 28th in passing and last on third down. Now, Skip Bayless told me all offseason, the NFL power rankings got the Carolina Panthers dead last. Well, yeah. they were. 32nd. And, and Baker Mayfield got him in that exact spot. Mm. Dead last. Yep. Now, I told you, he was not exponentially better than Sam Darnold. Mm. But all you wanted to do was compare him to Sam Darnold. But you and, did agree he was better than Sam Darnold. It, the guy that you wanted in that draft to go number one overall. I mean, I just skip. I mean, you did. You wanted Sam Darnold. You I staked mean, your claim. Skip. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, it's. Uh, not, I mean, ton of bricks, ton of feathers. Uh, which is heavier. Mm. They weigh the same. Mm. A ton of bricks. I mean, people would think, man, a ton of bricks heavier than a ton of feathers. No, it's not. It's a uh. ton. So basically, the same guy. Baker Mayfield hit Cleveland like a ton of bricks when he was a rookie. Six coaches mm. in five years. Mm. What's the common denominator? Now, Greg Williams, Freddie K, Hugh Jack, Matt Rule. One more I'm missing. Who had leave out, Skip? I left out somebody. You know I left out somebody, but you didn't come to me a little later. Gone. The only guy that they have in common is one Baker. What his middle name is? Get your fired Mayfield. Mm. That's his middle name. He got a new name. Mm. Get your fired. Okay. He's supposed to be a difference maker. Huh. I thought difference makers don't get coaches fired. Mm. What's the likelihood of Tom Brady ever got nobody fired? I mean, I'm trying to figure out who get, all these guys get fired. Mm. Dealing with him. D.J. Moore had three straight 1,000-yard receiving seasons. This man got less than 200 yards in five games. Man averaging 40 yards a game, Mm. thanks to him. Christian McCaffrey, C-Mac, healthy. Mm. Buffalo said, you know what, guys? Y'all don't know how to use him. We'll Mm. take him up off your hand. What y'all want for him? And so everybody finna come raid him now. And now all of a sudden he come show up in a walking boot. Ain't nothing wrong with him. Oh, ain't nothing wrong so with him. You're saying he's he, he, lying about his. Ain't nothing wrong with Baker. 
He must have had it on on Sunday. Mm. He must have been wearing that walking boot the whole year. Did you see those passes? In I saw him come out with a busted ankle and play the whole second half. That, hold on. He that, man has, that man has thrown one touchdown in the first half in five games. Mm. And you trying to tell me he's a difference maker. Mm. If you want to get fired, you're a difference maker. Mm. The only thing Matt Rule did was that he got seven years of money and he still got like 40 million left. Yeah. Because the moment... Everybody knew the moment that he took on Baker Mayfield what his fate was going to be. Huh. He was going to lose his job. I, I think his fate was sealed before he ever heard of Baker Mayfield. And, and, and Steve Wilkes, um, that's my homeboy. He, from, he coached at Savannah State. I know Wilkes. Yep. If Baker come back, huh. it's just a matter of time. Yeah, Steve Wilkes went 3-13 and 13 in his one stint in Arizona as a head coach. Right? Yeah, with what hair? With Josh Rosen. Okay. You see what they do? Mm. You see that? Give him I, I Kyler Murray. I didn't like Josh Rosen. You actually did. I like didn't that. like no Josh Rosen. Mm. G- give, I mean, you got to give him somebody to work with. Mm. Josh Rosen out of the league. He done been on like 17 teams. <sighs> I predicted that before that draft. Well, you pred- Tell you, me when it's my turn. I tell you what you did predict. Mm. That Baker Mayfield was going to be on the second team. He would have got five coaches fired with two teams. Well, damn. Mm. Tell me when it's my it turn. It'll take off. Thank you. Finally. So, I said Baker Mayfield should go number one overall. Everybody laughed, and he went number one overall to the Cleveland Browns. And he took a team that was 0-16 the year before, a team that was 1-32 over its previous two seasons, to seven victories as a rookie. And the Hall of Famer across me was one completely over and tried to preempt me, tried to usurp my bandwagon that I had built from the bottom up about Baker Mayfield. I'm taking over. Shake and make, baby, yep. said the Hall of Famer. Yep. He'd come in here every month. Shake and make. Mm-hmm. I did try to tell you so because Baker can change a culture, and he changed the culture in Cleveland because they were a bunch of sad sack losers. And all of a sudden, to win seven games as a rookie for that team, it was phenomenal. And you were won over because – you were amazed at the way Baker's electricity lifted that team and that stadium. Front run. Oh, did he? Okay. Front running. All right. So then all of a sudden he's strapped with what's left of Odell, who's now got surgery now after surgery. He has three surgeries while he's in Cleveland. But it's Baker's fault. It's Baker's fault. Baker loved Odell. Baker wanted to be soulmates with Odell. They vacation together. He's forcing him and forcing him footballs. To a Baker, uh, to an Odell who couldn't get open the way he did in New York. What well, force him to healthy. DJ Moore? Okay. Why can't he get into DJ Moore then? I haven't gotten that far okay. yet. Okay. So then all of a sudden, the clown show that is the Cleveland Clown Browns takes over and they start firing coaches for reasons I don't know because they, they hired the wrong guy, then they would fire him, then they would hire another wrong guy. They elevated Freddie K. You had no respect for Freddie Kitchens. And all of a sudden... Baker signed up on him. I don't even know how he got his job in the first place as offensive coordinator. And all of a sudden, going into year two, he's the head coach of the, the Clowns? Did Baker not sign off on Freddie K? What? He's got no choice. Yes, he does. Oh, come on. Oh, now nah, he ain't rookie. got no choice. Well, now, now, see, anybody else, you'd be like, oh, you do this all the time for LeBron. LeBron wanted Russell Wilson, so LeBron James should be held accountable. He, he wanted he, Westbrook, but he didn't want I mean, Wilson. Russell, Russell, Russell. Yep. Now, Fred, he wanted Freddie Kate. Mm. 
He wanted Freddie K. Freddie K's a good guy who has no idea. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's your guy. Okay, and all of a sudden we're going to another coach and another coach, and finally he winds up with Stefanski, who does have a clue. They clashed, and and why did they clash? Because Baker was hurty uh, in game number two of that final season. He fractures his left shoulder and tears his labrum, and tries to suck it up and gut it out for Stefanski, uh, and uh. Stefanski shuts him down and won't let him throw. Uh, okay, you should. so. All right, but what, what were they coming off of the year before? Baker goes on a tear after Odell went down and out at Cincinnati. Uh -huh. A tear. You, you can't take it away. You can't you, – you try to, to, to discredit it. You, you try well, to, to tear it all apart. But, no. but he, he goes eight and three down the stretch. He beats Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh in a playoff Blake game beat with Pittsburgh. a QBR of 91. Blake Bortles beat Pittsburgh okay. with a QBR uh, of 92. So, well, we're talking about Baker Mayfield right <laughs> So it don't right mean now. anything, right? Okay. So Blake Bortles retired. Maybe he should try that. See, what you well, try Well, what did they call Blake Bortles' team? Saxonville Hold because on. they could get after the quarterback. Let me ask you this. See, what you try to do, you say, I can't discount it. Well, what you can't do, you can't tr transport it mm. to any other season. Mm. You got that 11 game. I, I saw it. It okay. happened. And, and, I, and I've seen everything yeah. subsequent okay. happen. All right. So, he has one injured year. They have a shot at Deshaun, and I'm the first. I'm, I'm biggest Deshaun fan on the football field, and I said, go for it. And, and they went for it hook, line, and sinker, yeah. and now they got to live with all the off the field. We'll get into that later. But, but I can't condemn them for going after Deshaun because he's way better than Baker because he's way better than just about everybody well, well, in the league. But, but, but Skip, Deshaun wasn't the number one pick in the draft. Baker was. Oh. You hit your way. You see, I, I, I love Deshaun at Clemson. On, I loved him a lot more than you I, did. No, 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 I, I love Deshaun. He's a Georgia, he Georgia boy. Hey, so I'm, I'm Gainesville, the mm. Red Elephants. I know mm. everything about it. Mm. But here's the thing. You campaigned for Baker to be number one pick. I didn't hear you campaigning for Deshaun to be the number one pick. Now, with that being said, now you done jumped off him. Well, they get a chance to get Deshaun Watson and that's your guy right with him. Okay, here's, here's the issue. So Baker had a choice to just suck it up and sit still and keep quiet and play it out with Cleveland and force them to cut him, which they were about to have to do. And at the last second, he said, if Carolina's showing some interest in me, I'm going to go walk on there just like I walked on at Texas Tech in Oklahoma where I won the Heisman Trophy. And he goes and walks on, and he bit off more than he could chew because that's an even bigger clown show than the Browns are a clown show. That's what happened. Anyway. And, and I thought he could turn it around, and he almost did. In game number one, he throws for... 155, 155 in the fourth quarter and brings them all the way back in a big revenge game against the Clowns. It's 24 to 23. And then the play of the year for the Carolina Panthers is the uncalled intentional grounding on Jacoby Brissett. It would have ended the game. It's right here. He, he takes a step back. That's illegal. And one ref throws a flag, and the head referee overrules. And I don't know why even Matt Rule knew the rule at that point. And yet, you're, you're playing for a Matt Rule who looked like an imposter to me, like he didn't even belong in an, on an NFL sideline. He that's, was a little guy trying to act big. That's what they said okay? about Baker. Okay, he so was he's already to play there. Quarterback. Do, do you realize who was calling plays for Baker Mayfield? It was the clown from the Giants. It was the guy you have no respect for. Oh, the guy for. That, went, that took the Giants to the playoffs? The last time ben the Giants McAdoo. went to the playoffs? Ben the last McAdoo. time they went to the playoffs? He's playoff? up there with his Cheesecake Factory menu trying to hide behind it. He's the one calling plays. It's a clown show. Whoa, whoa. And you know what? In the end, even Tom Brady couldn't have risen above this year's Carolina whoa, whoa, whoa. Panthers. Well, guess what? 
tell Baker to keep his mm. costume because mm. he he dressed perfectly. Yeah. He pretended to be a quarterback because yeah. he had a real. And so if he steps out in that uniform, yeah. nobody will know he's Baker Mayfield. They say, "Oh my goodness, you got an official uniform!" Oh my goodness, not even realize that's Baker Mayfield because yeah. that's how bad he's been. And then the owner, David Tepper. He doesn't look like he has a clue. What? He's going out with a reporter yesterday, but he's actually admitting with, to the reporter, Scott Foster of the Charlotte Observer, I read your columns. I can regurgitate your columns. It's like he is letting the media define his decision-making. Yeah, but I take it on Way Baker Mayfield. Way to go. At, at some point in time, Way Baker, hey, you keep talking about David Tepper, you talk about Matt Rule, but you refuse. You even blame Odell, but you have yet to face the guy that's pulling the trigger, the guy that's throwing Wait. the passes. You have yet to lay any blame at the feet of Baker Wait, Mayfield. I, I will right here, right now. There's one thing I still don't love about Baker Mayfield. He wants to be the Pete Davidson of the NFL. He wants to be the it kid. He wants to be in all the commercials. He's still the star of stars in the Heisman commercials for Nissan. Yeah. Heisman house. It always comes down to Baker gets the but, last line. Yeah, but Skip, most of the time, most of these Heisman guys, these guys are so old, this new generation don't even know who half okay. those guys are. Well, Other I told you. Khaled, Devontae, mm -hmm. and, and, and uh, uh, Derrick Henry. The, the progressive ads did in Baker Mayfield because no, they Baker's, were so relentless that he, the target on his back was too big for Baker. Baker's, Baker's ability mm -hmm. Did he, mean. He his throw. inability he did him yeah. in. I can play what? Couldn't he play well, that in a horror movie? Oh, really? No, he sure could. Oh, really? How did he win seven games as a rookie? Seven games, really? Huh. They play 16. For an 0 16 team? Are you kidding me? And guess what? Right. The same fate that befell uh, Sam Darnold that you say, yeah. Sam Darnold, he got traded. He's up out of there. Your guy got traded for less than Sam Darnold, and guess what? He looks worse than Sam Darnold did. If the first game hadn't gotten stolen out from under the Carolina Panthers, we'd be having a different conversation because he is a front runner, and he would add some front to run guess with. Guess what? If Baker Mayfield was what you said he was, he shouldn't even been in that position. Mm. But he hasn't been, and he never will be what you thought he would be, and you won't admit it. Mm. You blame Odell. Guess what? Five years from now, you'll still be blaming Odell, and you'll still be pinning your hopes on he went 8-3 over the final 11 games. Mm. But what did he do since then? He might not win 11 games in the rest of his career. Huh. Well, who are you going to blame for Wentz? <laughs> who are you going to blame this, for Tua? This, this is not about who Wentz. Who are you going to blame? This is, it's about not, Sam this Darnold. Is, this is not about Wentz. This is not about Tua. This is not about Sam Darnold. Mm. None of those guys have gotten as many coaches fired mm. combined. Mm. If you combine all three guys that you mentioned, none of them has gotten more coaches fired than that one man. Wentz is on his third team. One man. Wentz. I'm wincing. Huh. Yo guy. Yo guy, yeah. guess what? Next year he'll be on his third team. You want to bet? He'll be a free agent. Yeah, he'll be yeah. a free agent. He's yeah. free. Yeah. And don't nobody want him. <laughs> How you not want something that's free? Everybody, it, you put candy out there, free candy, somebody grab a handful of it. Mm. I mean, free clothes, free chairs, somebody go come out and get one. Free Bibles, people will take one. Yep. Make a free agent, ain't nobody want him. Mm. <laughs> okay. How you not want something that's yeah. free? I see a water bottle. They're like, this. I'm like, ma'am, is this free? Yes. You go to Costco. It's mm. free. The sample. Mm. Be the sample. Mm. That joker was free. Ain't nobody wanted. Did Sam Darnold win a playoff game? <laughs> I don't think he ever won a playoff game. Did he? How you not want Did Carson Wentz ever win a playoff I'm game? trying to figure out how somebody didn't want the number one overall draft pick from just four years ago. Mm. How bad must you be? Well, the... Carolina Panthers wanted him. That is, and they say, look here, we'll take you, but we're going to give you, we gonna, we need you to take a pay cut. Mm. Take a pay cut, and we'll put it back in the sentence we know you're not going to get. Yep. And now he come out there with a walking boot, walking mm. like Captain Hook. Cop, mm. cop, cop.
So yeah. I want to be clear about what, this. Shannon Sharp says Baker Mayfield is task. faking an injury. That's what you said. He's faking an injury. That's what you just said. I didn't say he had yeah, to. He come in there limping. Mm -hmm. He because he, he know all the media there. They gonna be looking at oh Baker, are you okay? Mm. Ain't nothing wrong with him. Ain't nothing wrong with him. Mm. <laughs> well, guys, it's a tall task either way for the Carolina Panthers this weekend. They have to travel to see the L.A. Rams, and it does look like P.J. Walker will be their starting quarterback mm. as Steve Wilkes makes his that. debut as that a was good. Coach. Tell Baker to All get right, healthy. All right, gentlemen. Yeah. He might. It might Up be a next, miracle. Travis Kelsey. I need to know if you guys think he's the best tight end this league has ever seen. Uh, Shots fired, yeah. Shannon. <laughs> That's coming up next, and you don't want to miss it on Undisputed. Monday Night Football last night, Travis Kelsey, four touchdowns in the Chiefs' 30-29 comeback win against the Raiders. The Super Bowl champ holds the receiving record for most receiving yards in a single season for a tight end at just over 1,400. He also holds the record for most consecutive seasons with 1,000 receiving yards as a tight end with six. Shannon, you might know a thing or two about stellar tight ends. <laughs> Has Travis Kelsey now become the greatest tight end ever? No, but I believe he's on his way. I believe when it's all said and done, he's going to be top three catches, yards, and touchdowns um, um, in those categories. Six straight 1,000-yard seasons. That's what wide receivers do. Tight ends do not do that. <clears throat> Even in my best, I had three. Uh, was finished five yards short of four. I think Tony had like four. I think uh, Gates had Tony like Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez. I think Antonio Gates, I think yep. he had like three or four, but six consecutive. And he has uh, all pro, six all pro, three first team, three second team. Uh, he just turned 33. He's fifth in receiving yards. He's 700 away from me. He'll pass me this year. He's sixth in catches. He's going uh, to pass Greg Olson next week. He's 600 behind Tony. He's sixth in touchdowns. He's 54 behind Gates. So I, I believe when it's all said and done, He'll be top three in all three of those categories. Right now, and I've said this before, and I don't have any, you know, have no problem saying this, but I believe Gronk is the greatest tight end to have ever played. Um, but the thing with that 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 Kelsey is gonna have is that he's gonna have longevity and his numbers are gonna dwarf his. Now, if he can get another Super Bowl, and so that's why I give Gronk, because Gronk was so dominant, Kelsey is equally as dominant. But those four Super Bowls, Skip, that's the difference maker right now. So if he can get another Super Bowl <clears throat> or two. It's going to be hard for me to say to put someone in front of him. He's not the greatest currently, but I believe when his career is done, when he walks away, because I believe he still has another three or two or three years, at least in his prime, and he's playing with Mahomes. And that's what Gronk was able to do. Gronk was able to play with Brady his entire career. And when he felt like Brady, now nah, I don't want to play no more, he leaped, went back up with Brady again, got more catches, more touchdowns, and another Super Bowl. So I think if Gronk, Gronk, if Kelts can play, another three, four years with, with my homeboy, and they can get to another Super Bowl and win it, when it's all said and done, his numbers, I'm going to have to put him number one. Okay. Because you have proclaimed Rob Gronkowski yeah, number yeah, one yeah, overall. Yeah, yeah. That was in 2016 you yeah. did that. All right. My first question back to you as a Hall of Fame tight end Yes. Is, what's the definition of a tight end? Because <laughs> it's, it's evolved over the years. I'd say. Because it, it used to be you had to do some blocking. Now these guys do minimal, if any blocking. They split out the blind share of the time. They're very, he might line up at a natural tight end position, which is in line, which is at the uh, next beside the offensive tackle, mm -hmm. or left or right, and, uh, with his hand on the dirt. He might do that five times a game. Other than that, 
He's in the slot. He's split out wide. So most of his, he's really, they've really turned this position into a true receiving position. Because you can make a case, Rob Gronkowski has been the greatest blocking tight end ever on top of being able to catch the mm -hmm. way he catches, yeah. right? Yes. So he's definitely the definition of a oh, yeah, tight yeah. end, right? He's, he's the old school, the guy that, that caught the ball and blocked. Okay. I'm going on eye test. <laughs> Gronk gets open. I, I'm hoping he's still going to come back in November, but you th you're leaning I don't, toward I don't, no. I don't think he's coming back. Okay. Still. Well, you could be right about this. I think Brady misses him and needs him <laughs> dearly. But when I watch him run routes and get open, it's almost like he's boxing out safeties, cornerbacks, linebackers, whoever's trying to cover him because he's so huge, but he's not moving that quickly. No, he's not robotic he, like Gronk. No. Okay. He's more, flu he's more Gronk, fluid. Gronk is total robot. <laughs> yeah. He's Frankensteinian. <laughs> yeah. Because he, boom, boom, boom. He's yeah. lumbering. Yeah. And then he's boxing out because if Brady throws it over here, whoever's trying to, to guard him, maybe two people, they just can't get to the right. football. Right. Because he's too big and strong right. and he's 6'6 six, six ish, I yes. think. Yes. Okay. Travis Kelsey is 6'5, 250 ish, right? Mm -hmm. Right in that ballpark. Yes. And he moves like, what did you play at, 228? 228. Like that. Okay, he's moving he, like he's 228. He moves like a much smaller man. He does. He does. He is shifty. He is quick. Mm -hmm. He is the essence of a route runner. And the closer you get to the goal line, the better his <laughs> routes get. Because when, when they're inside the 10, he, he's unguardable. It's so quick. It's, the, it's so skilled. It's so creative. It's so clever. He, he's moving at a speed, both mentally and physically, that you can't cover. It's pow, 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 pow. And, and the cuts are so quick. And Mahomes is right in sync with right. him. They have not great, the, the, they have all time great rapport. I, I, I watch I watch him. I'm like, why did I not get not covered like they, bro, who you think they're going to throw the ball to down here, Raiders? Come on. Four <laughs> times? So, so he catches a grand total of 25 yards worth of passes? Yeah, again, four of them for touchdowns, and they're all great. Yeah. They're I, all great. Skip, I had a game against Kansas City where I caught 10 passes for 60 yards, and I uh, felt bad. I'm like, only got 60 yards. 25 <laughs> yards? Got 25. He got four tubs. Do, do you think Kelsey felt bad after Hell this game? No. Hell no. <laughs> okay. And, and look at these routes. And then the one where he stiff arms this, this one all the way across, he goes, yeah, here we go. Stiff yep. arm, stiff arm. And then just fight and right. just guts it out at the goal line. He can really run after catch. He yeah. does serious damage yeah. because he can really move. I don't know what he runs the 40 in at 30. What is Three. he just turned, he just 33, turned 33? October 5th. But 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 he he is such a great target because mm -hmm. you can hit him underneath and he will wheel out of it right. and get you 12 or 15 right. more yards. I think both guys are both Gronk was tremendous run after the catch, also. But I think Skip Gronk was. His pads were so big, he had those big old hockey, he had the big the big pads on, and he was just, he was much harder to get on the ground once he got ahead of steam yep. than Kelsey. You're right, Kelsey is better of a route runner, more of a technician, he's more technically sound than Gronk, but I just think, and I told Gronk this, I would have loved to see you stretch together three years in which you played every single game. Because, Skip, you know, he had the knee injury, he had the elbow injury, it was always something because he was such... I ain't tackling Gronk up high. I'm going to hit him from the knee down. And I don't feel bad because that's the only way I can get his big old butt on the ground. And every time somebody hit him below the waist, I would go, oh, <laughs> Is that yeah. it? Right, because, Skip, it, 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 he, he was so big and he was so robotic is that it changed the direction. So he could see him coming, but his body, his body just couldn't move because he was so big. But 
I think if, if Kelsey can put together another three years at his current pay skip, it's gonna be, with a Super Bowl, it's going to be hard for somebody to deny him. Because he's going to be top three. I mean, he's going to be, you know, he's going to be well over 1,000, over 1,000 catches, over, you know, probably, he's probably going to end his career. I don't know if he can catch Tony as far as catches. Because yep. I think Tony got 1,300. It's unbelievable. And I think he has 15,000 yards. I don't know if he can get to that number. Okay, but just me using my eye test, just watching it on TV, when I flash back on Gronk or Tony Gonzalez or Gates or yeah. you. Yeah. This, this guy is moving at some speed I've never seen for this position as far as route running, pass catch. And by the way, his hands aren't good. They're real good. I think the thing is now, Skip, and the, the, they throw the ball a lot more. I mean, I mean, if you're not catching a whole lot of passes when you got TD running for 2,000. You're not catching a whole lot of passes no. when you got guys going for 1,700 in your backfield. But You're talking about you in Denver with Yeah, yeah, with, T, with TD, Davis, yeah, TD yeah. Riff for 2,098, 1,750, 1,500. You're not. Well, and, that's the Troy Aikman syndrome. You talked about how few <laughs> yards he threw for. Well, he's got Emmitt Smith. You got the guy that got 18,000 yeah. yards in your backfield. Okay, well, that's you're what not throwing, You're not no. throwing for 400. No. But, Skip, he, he's phenomenal. I mean, and to do it game in and game out, they know he's going to get the ball. I mean, I like to think everybody at home knows he's going to get the ball. Everybody in the stadium knows he's going to get the ball. You watch the four-game cut-up in which Mahomes looked for it, and somehow he finds himself open in the end zone, he, he or he does. finds himself with 100 yards after every game. And now to your biggest point about Gronk, I'm going to knock on wood before I say this. Kelsey manages to avoid those those lethal, quote-unquote, kind of plays, yeah. where, where the hits, where he's... He, he's shifty enough yeah, that, that, he's very he's, slithery. That, that he's so slithery for 250 pounds. <laughs> you know, so we're talking about next wiggle. evolutions. Yeah, that, that's what we they got, call We call that wiggle skip. We got wiggle. wiggle. And, and nobody seems – I'm sure he gets hit hard, but, yeah. but I don't see shots where I say, oh, God. Yeah. Right? No. He seems to be able to protect himself. And what he was – Skip, got. I played 14 years, but I missed the equivalent of an entire season with injuries. I missed mm -hmm. 16 total games because okay. of injuries. So you project that out, I probably would have had 900, maybe another 1,000 yards. Maybe. If you look at Kelsey, I think he's only missed like three games. I think Gonzalez only missed one game in 17 That's seasons. phenomenal. In 17 seasons. Okay, but to my eye test – Kelsey's moving at, at a speed that, that Tony never moved at. Yeah. He's a little, Tony I, I was think, a, I think more he's, basketball yeah, player. Yeah, post you up. Yeah. You jump up and catch the ball, high yeah. point the ball. He was very good with catching the ball in traffic. This, this man is something. Man. He's special. He's special. Yeah. I, and and his rapport with Mahomes is special. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I said, Skip, you, you can get one of these quarterbacks that's young. You're young. You can stretch it out. I mean, I, I would have loved to have John my entire career. Or, you know, came in and instead of, you know, all of a sudden I was a high draft pick, they moved, put me in and found a, stop, uh, a spot for me. Had to work my way up, get off special teams, build a confidence to show Dan Reeves that I could do it in a game situation, build a confidence with John that they can count on me in game situation. So it took me a little while, but once I got going, and then here come Ed and Rod coming in, stealing some of my they did. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. I wouldn't have got. I wouldn't have got Super Bowls without those guys. So no. I would gladly take a few less catches and a few years less yards to have those rings. I don't know about that. I know. Nah, I really have a ring. Uh, uh, every time we get, I get together with Gates and Gonzalez. Like, hey, everybody, put their hands on the table. Yep. Mm. Damn. <laughs> everybody, I don't want to see no wedding rings. Mm. I want to see some jewelry that we got from the NFL because we all played. Mm. Well, when, hey, when I got that. Well, when you get together with Gronk, Gronk you, you got a problem. So now, now me, Gronk, and, uh, and, and uh, Kelts, boom. So I'm looking at all these other guys. I look at Witten. I look at uh, Gonzo. I look at Gate. I, I said, Ozzy, you had to hire me to get you a ring, Ozzy.
I tell Ozzy all the time, mm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't mess with K, Big, Big K or K2, uh, the original Winslow yeah. Senior. Yeah. But all the rest of you guys, they already know. We get together. All right, everybody up in your pockets. Yep. <laughs> I throw my ring on the table. That's a sound lot like of a, bling right there. Sound like there. a wind chime, Jen. Mm. Hey, I empty my pocket. I throw the ring on the <laughs> table. Oh, whoa, what was that? Mm. We might need sunglasses if any of us were ever lucky enough to sit in on that. Up next for Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs, guys, the Buffalo Bills come calling Ooh, this Sunday. That should be a good one. All right, and up next for us here on Undisputed, do y'all think Mike McCarthy has a case to be the best coach in the NFL? Uh, We're going to no. dive in and unwind that one when we come back. <laughs> Mike McCarthy has led the Cowboys to a 4-1 record this season with a backup quarterback in Cooper Rush. He's been their starter since Dak went out with that thumb injury week one. McCarthy currently has the sixth best odds to win Coach of the Year. That, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. All right, Shannon, go ahead. Weigh in here through five games. Should Mike McCarthy be Coach of the Year? Absolutely not. Mm. They're four and one, but it don't have anything to do with him. He doesn't call the offensive plays. He doesn't call the defensive plays. Uh, Dan Quinn has done an unbelievable job with the defense. Kellen Moore has put uh, uh, Cooper Rush in a great situation, throwing just enough to keep the defense honest, running when he finds uh, uh, creases, and he's not a great motivator. Uh, obviously, probably going to be somebody from that division. Brian Dayball has greatly exceeded expectations with the Giants. Uh, Nick Sirianni. I didn't think Nick Sirianni, when he showed up there with a, a, a chip shirt on and looked like he had to, he had slept in the soup from the night before, but that's not the, notwithstanding, he seems to be the right guy for the job and has them playing extremely well. So, at coach of the year, hell, he's not even coach of the year in the NFC East. Mm. He's in second place in that. Mm. So, absolutely not. Mm. My question back to you is, what exactly does Mike McCarthy do? Because <laughs> I don't know. That's the problem with this whole question. Just in a vacuum, if you just sort of take Dallas, everybody proclaimed them dead. Everybody danced on their grave. Dak stunk in the opener. Dak got hurt at the end of the opener. It's over, right? Right. Over and out. No, no. They, they're fully back to life. They're right. four and one. So we'd say with four wins with the backup quarterback, that should at least put you in the conversation for coach of the year. Well, Unfortunately, I know too much, which is I don't know anything that he does. Exactly. Because to your point, he doesn't call plays. Offense or defense. He, he gives the single worst motivational speeches I have ever heard <laughs> thanks to hard knocks. So I disqualify him there. And all I know is that Dan Quinn, once again, should be the, the assistant coach of the year, yeah. which he was last year. Right. Dan Quinn is my unofficial head coach. Right. I said that going in because I feel like Dan Quinn is the motivator of the team. I think the whole team feeds off his cap on backwards kind of energy. I guess, the, I, I guess the team hears when he giving the pep talk to the defense. They, they do. The they hear. Like, uh, yeah, we got it. Go, oh, yeah. Oh, we got man, you. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go. We got you. We Mike, got you. we yeah. already got the pep talk. And obviously, the defense is the backbone of the team. Okay. It, it's the driving force of the team. And it just gets better and better. Yes. Well, he was really good coaching Seattle. And, and I got to say, he was really good coaching the Atlanta Falcons because he got them to a 28-3 to lead. Yep over Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in a Super Bowl, yep. and you know the rest of the story. Yes. Well, 
That was Tom Brady. And he no, oh, I tell you, oh, you know what, Skip? I'm going to give him some credit. He did hire Dan Quinn, and he did, he did keep Kellen Moore. So let's give him some credit for that. But that doesn't win you coaching. But that was in the past. That's <laughs> yeah, not right yeah, now. Right. So, right? Okay. Well, that's all I got for you. Okay. And Kellen Moore, I'm not sure about his motivational skills, but he did play the position as a backup quarterback right. in the league. He wasn't good as Cooper Rush. No, he wasn't. Well, he, he, <laughs> heck no. He, he was way better in college than Cooper yeah, Rush. Yeah, was, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, really, he was, yeah. He was like, really good at the boys. He was like State. Joe Montana Jr. Yeah. Yeah, okay. he only lost like two games, but I think. They were really two or three, good. maybe. Yeah, he was sweet with the left handed yes. dart thrower. Yes. But the point is, he is a clever play caller. Yes. He he gets on rolls. Some games I like better than others, but but again, there's some meat and potatoes going on because if you give it to him on a platter, he'll just run it down your throat. Right. And they they got Zeke going. I thought Zeke ran really hard on Sunday. I, I thought so too. Okay. But let me ask you this. You said, okay. I give my we did the percentage. How much credit do we give uh, 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 Cooper Rush yep. for the Cowboys' success? I'm going to give Mike McCarthy the same level of credit. I'm going to give it 5%. 5%? I'm going to give it 5%. Okay, well, in my I'm going to get a rest of it to the, the coordinator. Well, well, well I, I just went straight 60%, 40%, but I guess I should. For Mike McCarthy? No, I mean 60% oh, oh. for Cooper Rush yep. over the defense. Right. But I guess you need to dole out some credit. So the, the coaches to me are in the 5% range. So five and five. So so I'll okay. I'll I'll reduce Cooper Rush to fifty-five and the defense to thirty-five. No, so, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. How much credit? How much credit do you give Mike McCarthy? Well, I'm gonna I, give I, the team ninety-five percent. I'm gonna listen, give him five percent. I, I don't give him z. I give him zero. Yeah, you give him five. I'm, I'm zero because to me they are winning in spite of that they are winning because he hasn't gotten in the way. Right. Not one time has he he been forced to make a critical. Challenge, not challenge. I want to see a challenge because you know his challenges are the worst. Well, okay, the worst. well, how about this? We give him milk chance. We give him 2%. 2%. Okay, maybe. The irony of what you're talking about is he, he, he <laughs> came through on one challenge in his whole life, and it happened to be on the Des caught it play. Yeah, but he, he, went with, yeah, he went with your team. I know. Then. He was with Green Bay. I think it was the only good thing he ever did in Green Bay because I think he went along for the Aaron Rodgers ride oh, to the Super Bowl. He, he, yeah, absolutely. And, and here I'm trumpeting his hiring because he's a made man talking about rings at least he can splash one out on the table right <laughs> and he splashed it for jerry and jerry bought, and jerry it. bought it he swallowed it he, he hooked hook line and sinker, he right did. but the point is if if he doesn't call plays and and he doesn't motivate and he's a liability as a challenger on the sideline i watch him during the games and he's like a bump on the sideline log and right. that's all i know but I told you going in, they have to rise above, and, and you just hope he doesn't find himself in harm's way. This is what I see him doing, yeah. looking up the jumbo trial. Like, bro, you right there, look at the field. I mean, what did you see? Well, we, we saw last year there were four or five disaster moments where he just he lost it. Well, the, he, well, the, he Giants, no he yeah. the Giants, he should have Okay, challenged. that's the first year. Yeah. yeah. Well, he just should have <laughs> challenged, and, and it was like a blatant misfire of, you, you, you're going to win the game if yeah. you challenge this because it was not the a catch. catch. Correct. And then there was a big turnover last year, and he just lost control of the whole situation. Remember, Bones was trying yeah. to tell him, hey, hey, right. you know, it's going to be our ball. Right. Oh, let me look up and see. Oh, yeah. Too late. Okay. So it, it feels like Cooper Rush's mojo has overcome Mike McCarthy through four games. I just hope that he's like an umpire or a referee He's at his best when you did not notice him during the right. game, right? Therefore, he hasn't had to put his imprint on the game not with once. a call or a challenge. 
Uh, so with that being said, unfortunately or fortunate for you, he is not coach of the year. He's okay. not going to be coach of the year. Well, that, that's like a joke to me that he would be coach of the year. But I, I do agree. It feels like it's going to come out of the NFC East. Yes. And I'm not ruling the Giants out as a playoff team because we're going to have to fight them off at right. some point. Well, you've already beaten them at their place. Yeah. So you have to feel good about that. But I think Dan Quinn, he's going to be in the running for assist of the year. I think Ken Dorsey is going to give him some strong consideration for that award, too. Maybe. Because Buffalo's offense has been... It's been unstoppable thus far. Well, we know who Ken Dorsey is because he wrecked his... He pulled a Brady. Yeah, yeah. he did pull a Brady. Yeah. And I couldn't blame him for that moment. <laughs> I'm capable of doing exactly the same thing. NFL said, y'all better stop breaking these tablets. Yep. These tablets cost like two grand. Two y'all, grand. Y'all bring them. They can afford it. They're okay. <laughs> they, they definitely can't afford Speaking it. Speaking of being capable of things, gentlemen... What was Devontae Adams capable of last Oof, night? He pushed a wow. credential member of the uh, media to the ground. We have some new developments. Yes, Plus, we do. we're going to show you what Devontae had to say about the incident when Undisputed returns here on FS1. Following the Raiders' loss to the Chiefs last night, Las Vegas wide receiver Devontae Adams seen here shoving a credential worker of the media to the ground as Devontae walked to the tunnel. Here's what he had to say after the incident. Brand uh, jumped in front of me. We're coming off the field and I bumped into him and kind of pushed him and then he ended up on the ground. So I want to say sorry to him for that because that was just frustration mixed with him running in, and literally just running in front of me. And that was... Shouldn't have shouldn't responded that way, but that's, that's how I initially responded, so I want to apologize to him for that. This morning, NFL Network's Tom Pelissero reporting Adams could face a suspension for that shove. And now TMZ saying the credential worker has filed a police report mm-hmm. against Adams. Shannon, a lot to unpack here. What's your reaction? Filed a police report and said he was injured during the incident and had to go to the hospital. You what predicted I, that. What I tell you? Yep. Happens every time. Yep. I hate that Devontae put himself in this situation. I understand the frustration. And sometimes when, when the emotions are high, logic is low. But you can't do this. You just can't. You just can't. And I know, having played this game for a long time, Skip, that you lose, especially a game like this, that you lose and you were right there. You were so close. You had a 17-point lead. You fight your way back, and it seems like we're lining up, and we're going to put ourselves in position to kick a game-winning field goal. We're going to go home, go into the bye week, two and what? Two and four, two and three. Mm-hmm. which is a lot better than one in four. Yep. But lo and behold, you know, and then we collide, me and, and, and Hunter Renfro, we <laughs> collide. On national TV, how embarrassing is that to see two uh, uh, on a fourth down collide like that? But it's just he's frustrated. The season is not going the way he anticipated. I come home, yeah, I got the big money, but I'm playing with my boy. And I expected the, 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 my numbers to be better than what they are. He's only caught 54% of his targets this year. The last two years, he was 75%. That's unbelievably off. Yep. So you can see the connection. Yep. Skip, you have to understand, the last time he played with, they were different people. The last time he played with Derek Carr, he had a, he had built up a tremendous relationship. The quarterback-wide receiver relationship, Skip, there's, there's nothing like it. It's almost telepathic. I, I, already, I already know. That's the coverage. Oh, I already know what he's going to do. I know how he's going to throw the ball. I know where I need to be. True. And they do not have that connection they just don't. yet. I, I told you there were two back shoulders last night where I said they're not even on the same page yet. Right. And, and, and Jen mentioned that the possible suspension. I don't see suspension. 
Um, maybe they're like, we, we need to send a message about this because we don't want guys to be upset and start shoving people down. I don't think that's going to be the case. But I just knew a lawsuit was going to potentially come because it happened to me, Skip. I bumped into a guy in Denver, Colorado, Skip. Never forget it. I did two... Skip, I just broke the, uh, his... He had a, 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 a license plate was in a little flight. I broke that. Basically, $200. And once... Oh, you, you bumped into I bumped in your in car. From the, from the, yeah, we were okay. at, the, at the light. Yeah. And the tow truck driver was at the 7-Eleven. Never forget it. And he, he came over there and he's like, hey, hey, Shadow Shop, how you doing, man? I, hey, you, you okay? And the guy had no idea who I was at first. Whoops. The moment that joker said Shadow Sharp, Skip, the joker dropped to both knees and grabbed his neck in the middle of the road color, uh, on, Missy, on, on Colorado Boulevard. Mm. I said, come on, man. Sue me. We had to, Skip, I had to fight the thing for like three, four years. Yeah. And then he talking about, well, if you give me two jerseys and two helmets signed, we could forget. I said, I ain't getting you nothing because mm. you lied. But I, I knew this was coming. Devontae's probably going to nick you in the pocket, probably going to cost you 100, 150 grand. It might. But that's a very expensive shove that you did, bro. It's gaining so much attention because it was Monday Night Football. It might cost him a game because the NFL might feel backed into a corner like we have to do something to say no. Remember what we said, Skip, by video? Yeah. Video changes Video. Thing. See, if nobody has, so Skip, nobody, Devontae's pushed me down. Maybe Devontae says, no, I was running by and I bumped him. I apologize. But video changes things. Yeah, and maybe if they're playing Jacksonville on late Sunday afternoon, nobody would care that much. Right. This is Monday night at Arrowhead against your arch rival. It's just a big deal. Mm-hmm. I can't defend the action, but I'm going to try to put it in some perspective because you know him a little bit. I do. I do. I, I, I get the vibe, the feeling he's a decent guy. Yeah. And yet this decent guy played a little under the radar in Aaron Rodgers' shadow in Green Bay. And the onus wasn't on him. It was always on Aaron. Whatever blame there was to be doled out after a big loss, especially a playoff loss, nobody said it was Devontae's fault. It's going to be Aaron's fault. All of a sudden, he left for the money and for Las Vegas and became the face of the franchise, superseding even his college teammate, Derek Carr. Yep. So all of a sudden, they get off cold, and they have chances to win games. They, they could be 5-0. and oh, They could at least be 4-1, and one, yes. and they're not. And after they blew a game late at Tennessee, he took it upon himself, according to ESPN last night, to address the team about how we all have to be more accountable for our individual actions on, yes. the, on the field he's Correct. talking about. Yes. And he's trying to assume team leadership. And then all of a sudden, in a Monday night game against the Kansas City Chiefs, at the end of the game, he's going to have to be real accountable for his own actions. Yep. Because can we see the third down play, if, if we could? This is the play of the game to me. And I thought Derek Carr made a pretty good throw. No, it was a great throw. De- no, no, Devontae, no, 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 no. Devontae got to make this. He knows that. You just have to he knows secure that. the yeah. football on the fly. This is the one that changed the game because it brought about a fourth and one. If, if you can handle that cleanly, if you can catch it on your first try instead of your second try, you're going to get your feet right. in bounds. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. And all of a sudden, that that gives them a first and 10 at 39. That They've already got a 57-yard field goal, which I think Carlson is capable of making. And they still have 41 seconds left. They could have run Jacobs a couple right. of times and, and turned it into a 50-yard field goal right. and, and leave almost no time for Mahomes. Right. So it was the play unmade of the night, and it brings up fourth and one, and it's, as you call it, a bomb blitz, and the blitzer comes completely free in Derek Carr's face. If we could see the final play, and 
incredible development, DeFonte and Hunter Renfro collide on the route. I've never seen anything like yeah. this before. These are two players with high football yeah. intelligence, both of them. They, they really know how to run routes and play mm -hmm. football. And that happened? That What are we doing? What an embarrassing way. What a humiliating way to end a Monday night football game at Arrowhead. Well, I, well, I'm glad they didn't call rough in the past because the uh, 32 came through there and shoved there and shoved him down. No, him no I, I got it. I think I think Kansas City might have ride and didn't call a rough in the past on that one, especially after what had it, happened it to Griffin Jones. It might have been Jones. right. I, I would agree. But, but but the point is, he lost it on the sideline after the game and fired his helmet yeah. into the turf, and now he's boiled completely over because now he's the team leader, the face of the franchise. And by the way, he had seven targets last night and caught three of them. Now, two of them were for big, big game yes. touchdowns. Well, Skip, what, and he got two pass interferences. That was for another That's true. 48 That's yards. another good point. <laughs> but, but still, the stats say he caught only three balls out right. of seven. Well, now we're below 50%, and right. we're still on that same pace, right. which is pretty ugly for Devontae I think that they, Adams. Skip, look, uh, the touchdowns, I, they just have to get on a better rapport because a lot of times – it's just he and Aaron, Aaron just right, raise up and throw him a, a hot route or throw him a slant route or the back shoulder. They didn't miss on the back shoulder. No. Nope. Hey, whether it was in the red zone, whether it was in the field, they didn't miss on the back shoulder. And right now, he and, 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 and Derek Carr can't seem to connect on the back shoulder. It's just weird to me. It is. I mean, you like, okay, well. Heck, I remember early Devontae at Jerry World against um, little um, De Lewis. Yeah, uh, Jordan Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, remember they go to him once they in the red zone it, and he, goes right it. Back. he said, just do it again. Because Jordan Lewis is like 5'9". Right. Oh, we got this. Right. And that was the first time I really noticed him. Yes. Like, that was my uh -oh, first time. He's going to be a monster. Yes. And he is a monster. Yeah. But you, you can't. can't. I understand it. the frustration, but you can't. You cannot do that. You nope. I mean, now, you know. Whew. Mm. Part Guys, the reports the say this gentleman went to police at Arrowhead Stadium immediately after the shove and that they are investigating and possible charges could be coming down the line. All right, let's move on to a different topic. Lakers fans, how worried should they be about how this organization is running right now? Shannon, uh -oh. I need your take. Huh. That's coming up next right here on Undisputed. <laughs> Jeannie Buss gave insight into the Lakers' decision to trade for Anthony Davis back in 2019. In the Hulu series Legacy, Buss said, quote, ultimately, it was my decision to push the button. Shannon, should LeBron be comfortable with the way the Lakers are being run? Why shouldn't he be? A trade of this magnitude? Absolutely the owner's going to sign off. You gave up Brandon Ingram, who was the number two pick in the draft, from two years, three years previous. Mm -hmm. You gave up Lonzo Ball, Did. who was the, the number two pick. You gave up Josh Hart, three first-round picks, and that one was going to uh, uh, include the fourth pick in 2019. Mm -hmm. Every NBA owner is going to sign off on a trade of this magnitude. Yeah, this is not buy, this is not uh, trading a, 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 a low-round draft pick of some cash considerations. Do you understand that you're mortgaging your, your future? You're actually altering the value of your future, uh, uh, excuse your value of your franchise yep. with a trade of this significance. So absolutely, Jeannie Buzz. I don't know why she needed to say that. But Skip, look, everybody is not going to be run with the thoroughness or the, 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 the strict mm -hmm. guidance of, say, the Miami Heat or the Golden State Warriors. Everybody's not going to be that. But after he went back to Dan Gilbert and that, 
Bull Jive show that after what it transpired, he can go play for anywhere. Anybody is, is good. So I, I don't I don't see why LeBron would be upset with how the, 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 the Lakers are being run. They have a, a, a pecking order in place. Obviously, Jeannie lets Rob do his thing. But when something skipped, it's like anything. You, you don't think the owner signed off on Deshaun Watson? You don't think the owner signed off on Russell Wilson or all these quarterbacks I just read? At least 25 quarterbacks make at least 25 million. Hell, Skip, they're only 32. So 25 of the 32 makes at least 25 million. And the owner signed off on absolutely every last one of them. So something of this magnitude, I got no problem with that. But I just don't know why Jeannie needed to say that. Jeannie, we know you're the owner. Okay, she needed to say it because so many people have questioned who, to whom is she speaking, to whom is she listening. Is it Phil Jackson? They used to be together. They're still friendly. They still see each other for breakfast occasionally. Is it Linda Rambis, her best friend? Well, clearly or she ain't listening to Phil husband? because she, he recommended that you trade LeBron. So clearly she ain't listening to him because they okay. signed LeBron and gave All him right. two extra well, years. Well, okay, Linda, her best friend, or Linda's Kurt. husband, Kurt. Or Rob Palenka. He got an extension. Okay. All right. He got an, an extension. Does, does he have the magnitude of impact that Jerry West once had during her father's time yeah. owning the team? But still, Skip, even, even though Jerry West made it happen, Dr. Buss, you want Shaq? And we got to give up how much? How many million? A hundred and how many? Into 1996? You absolutely running that up the flagpole. That ain't no unilateral decision you make on your own. Okay. So she wants it clear. That that any any basketball decision of any magnitude, except for maybe the the twelfth guy on the <laughs> roster, yeah, yeah, she's going to, as she says, push the button. She wants it made clear. I also think she wants to make made it clear that that she pushed the button on LeBron winning Westbrook. Yeah. So she says, I'm in total control. I accept all responsibility, and I think she's willing to accept the blame ultimate blame. Yes, right? absolutely. Skip, look, we understand how things work. But ain't nobody looking at Mark Davis like his dad, Al. Don't nobody look at him like that, Skip. Because every, everybody knew. Well, Al ran everything. There was nothing. You talk about big major decisions, there was not any, any decision. I know, but, but Al coached. Yes. Once upon a time, he was an actual coach in he, the league. Skip, he was also, he was also the, uh, the commissioner of the AFL. <laughs> he was the commissioner. He knows it all. Yes. He knows yes. jack of all trades. Yes. He knows how to do it. But, Skip, like, like I said, I, I don't know why, Jim. I mean, I don't know why. I mean, it's a series. I haven't seen it, but I don't know why she would feel that she needed to say, Jeannie, we know you're in charge. <clears throat> the Bus family, you're the direct descendant of the Dr. Bus, and you took the control from your brother. You've been in charge since that, since that point. LeBron went to the Lakers knowing he went at the time that he went. Jeannie wasn't in charge then, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was the brother. Or she had just wrestled no, power. she was. She might have just yeah. wrestled power away. Because what is LeBron going into his fifth year? And in, in, yeah, I think he's going into his fifth year in LA. But I, I, I think LeBron is fine. He understands that everything is not going to be run with the precision that the Miami. And, and by the with. way, a lot of people still think she feeds off a lot of input from Magic. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But she's trying to make it clear. No, I, I, I do this. Skip, and I get it. Even though uh, Pat Riley, he's running things through Mickey Harrison. You ain't giving Bam no $180 million. No. You ain't giving no Jimmy Butler no $190 million because that money ain't coming out of Pat Riley's bank account. That's coming out of the owner Mickey Harrison's bank account. So something of this magnitude. Can you imagine? You trade two players that were in, in a three-year... I was 24 years old. Maybe 23. Yep. And you give up the uh, uh, three first-round picks, and the first one was the fourth overall pick in 2019. You absolutely running that. You going that skip. <laughs> I got hey, Jeannie. What you think? 
they're willing to they're willing to trade us AD, but this is what they want. You absolutely running that fax or what, email or whatever however they do it. Now, skip. They probably still do fax, don't they? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Been, yeah. Now that LeBron has signed back on, what is it for? Two years. Two years. Two years plus, plus an option. option. Yeah. Plus an option. In Jeannie, he better trust because if she's at the controls, then his, his future I dangles trust, from her control. I, I trust Jeannie. Do you? I sure do. Okay. I, I think you trust that you just want to pass Kareem and go along. Whoa, 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 whoa. That, 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 inevitable. Yep. I was looking up inevitable last night. Where really? That bound to occur, the un unavoidable. Really? Yeah, it's bound and, to and occur. And LeBron's picture is the next <laughs> Inevitable. He's the definition of And he about to pass magic. Uh -huh. Never ever have we ever seen such, and you'll never see it again. Skip. Really? It's Haley's Comet. Really? I saw oh. Haley's Comet in 1986. They say 73rd, 77, 30 years will come back. Have you ever heard of a guy who can score at an all-time pace, but he can't shoot? Uh, I he can't shoot. Figure it out. How does that happen? It, it happens. That should be an oxymoron. And, I can score, but I can't shoot. And think about it. Uh, He's Magic Johnson and Kareem. Huh. When have we ever said that about somebody? I can, pass the skills of Magic, score like Kareem. I can pass and score, but I can't shoot. Do the ball get in the basket? I can't even shoot free throws. How did the ball get in the basket? I don't know. How did the That's ball get in the basket? conundrum. They ain't no conundrum. <laughs> you, you, it's a dilemma for you. You <laughs> yeah. got a, equally two, two equally perplexing situations. Yeah. We pass Kareem and we win the title. I Woo! think it's oxymoronic <laughs> is what it is. You're a hater. Or just moronic. You, you're a hater. <laughs> you, you, you at your Bonus all points for the Tell little us. shimmy there, Shannon. Yes. Well done. Guys, next week, the NBA season tips off. I cannot Ooh. wait. The Nets open up at home against my Pelicans. But, hey, are they too weak to compete this season? You're going <laughs> to wow. want to hear what Kyrie <laughs> had to say. That? We've got it for you when we come back. The Nets lost their first two preseason games, and now Kyrie is saying Brooklyn lacks physicality and toughness. Shannon, what do you think? Do the Nets really suffer from a lack of physicality and intensity? Skip, whoever looked at the Brooklyn Nets and said, man, that's a physical bunch. Boy, they remind me of the, the Knicks of the 90s and the Heat. Skip, they got Kyrie, a finesse player. They got KD, a finesse player. Have we ever thought of Seth Curry and Joe Harris as physical-type players? Hell, even Ben Simmons, is sick. he's a finesse player. Claxton, they don't have anybody. Maybe if you want to say the guy that they picked up from uh, uh, um, um, from Utah, maybe he's the, the defender. But for the most Royce O'Neal. Yeah. Yeah, they're not a physical, but they're slender guys. If you look at them, they play a style of basketball that's finesse basketball. And it's easy to say, Skip, people used to like, oh, you got to get physical with the Denver Broncos. Well, if you're not a physical team, how can you be something you're not? So how can you be physical with, Skip, look at those two guys in the mouth. How, physical what? How? With who? <laughs> this, this is who you you got, and we saw last year. What did the Boston Celtics do, Skip? Mm. They got physical with him. They got up under Kevin Durant. They got physical with Kyrie. Is the coach of the Nets, or was he a no. physical player? No, he, he was won crazy. two MVPs <laughs> doing what? Exactly, no. Dribbling around and through people, right? right? The pick no. So, okay. Skip, at, at some point in time, you got to like, okay, we got to win with what and who we are. You got two elite skill level players. And that's how you're going to win. You're not going to get into a physical contest with the Miami Heat. You're not going to out-physical the, uh, uh, the Bucks yeah. or the Celtics. Okay. That's not what you're going to do. All right. So play to your strengths and not worry about what you're not. Okay. I did appreciate that Kyrie acknowledged this publicly, and he called it low-hanging fruit, but it's 
it's fruit that you need to pick off the vine and, and figure it out. Yeah. Figure out what it is. What, is it poisonous fruit or not? Because there's a big difference in being hard and playing hard. Right. They're not going to be hard because it's not how they're made not up. not how they're made up. But they have to play harder because you can't just in this league try to get by every night on supreme skill. They yeah. have supreme skill. We, we've never seen like this skill. But you have to play hard because Miami's going to come out and just play harder than you mind. play. The skill. What have we done? These are the two most skilled players that's ever been assembled ever. on one team. Yeah, and when you threw Harden in, now you, you threw, had So triple. now all of a sudden, so what do you do, man? We don't need to play hard because at any given night, we can turn it on and we can go on a 20 nothing run yep. and, if, and we can eat that up. We got three guys that can go get 50. Now we got two guys on a given night that can go get 50. And we know that. So you play, Skip, that's in the back of your mind. Okay, I got it. But don't equate this with being mentally weak because I've watched both these players in huge finals moments be mentally as tough as you can be, tough as nails, because I saw Kyrie make that shot in 2016. Yeah, but what do you have beside him? Okay, well, but yeah, but who took it on himself to finally say, okay, enough of this. Everybody's missing, including LeBron, and that's the shot of shots. That closes the door. That pulls off the three-to-one comeback. Kyrie made the shot of shots. That's a that's sweet a shot. Beauty, look at that. Ooh, that's Bam. beautiful. Ooh, that, 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 okay. Your heart just sank. Okay, it? it did. But that's clutch city. And then he comes back the next year in his first game. year, and, and he shoots it right in, like like he pulls up on a semi-break right in LeBron's grill and just rips it. And he just made another one from the corner that was a big clutch shot. Yeah. Those are clutch, clutch. He comes up clutch in two back-to-back -back game threes in 2017-2018 in LeBron's house to win MVP of two finals. Well, don't tell me he's mentally soft because he's not mentally soft. You can argue physically soft. Well, guess what happens come playoff time? <sighs> the physicality is ramped okay. up. All right. Well, did LeBron ramp it up against them in the finals? No. Whoops, Skip. See, I, but see, we talk about them in Brooklyn. We can't talk about them. We know it go to state. That was a culture thing. Okay, were they a physical team? No. But they, they were all-time finesse. Yeah, beautiful when, basketball. When you have so many skilled players and you have a system in place and you have a culture in place, you can do things. Now, that I don't see the culture. Th that's the culture. Uh, and is. that might be the problem. That might be the problem. I would agree with you. But I, I'm happy and hopeful that he acknowledged this because th this is it. Do you guys care or not care? Are you semi-retired? Are you resting on your laurels? They each have, one guy's got one ring, one's got two rings. Mm -hmm. Is that enough? Are you done? No. I don't think KD's done. No. I hope not. Because yeah. I, I know Gold ain't done. Mm. He ain't done. Yeah. The old song. Well, he's a all-time finesse 20 player. years, and I ain't no ways tired. He, he looks the ah! part, but he does not play the part of a physical basketball Who? player. Go. Go, yeah, but stop quote, it. Unquote, you know we play, we play, you want to play finesse? We'll do that. You want to play bully ball? We'll do that. How you want to play? What you want to play? What era are bully we playing? What era are we playing in? When we play 89s? We'll do that. Ball. You want to play the 2000s, 2010s? We'll do that. You want to play in this era where they jack up three? We'll do that. Stop playing, Skip. You went 33 and 49 last year. You got bullied. That ain't got nothing to do with this What I got to do with this year? Put some I, new I nothing. We got to leave that there, guys. Right now. The GOAT and KD might not be done for y'all, and Zion's just getting started for me. <laughs> going to be a fun NBA season. All right. Up next here on Undisputed, guys, what does Tom Brady mean by joking about that controversial roughing the passer call from Let's Sunday? Let's go. We need you guys to dive into that and untangle it in just a minute. <laughs> Joke it up.
right, Tom Brady, speaking of those calls, joking about the roughing the passer call he got against the Falcons on his Let's Go podcast. Brady said, quote, it was a long hug, a long unwelcomed hug from Grady. <laughs> Shannon, you like or have a problem with what Man, Brady said? I got, a, I got a problem with Brady because, look, I don't throw flags, but all you do is complain and whine about it so you can't get flags thrown. That's what started the scuffle in New Orleans mm -hmm. because you thought Mike Evans got interfered with, you ran your butt down the field. You got an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty last year in the divisional round because mm -hmm. you thought you got hit too hard and you started saying some things. So this notion about you don't throw flags, you're right, Tom. But you complain an awful lot to get flags thrown. You get them thrown, Exactly. Right? Yeah. You know what? The goat loves to get your goat, as in pour salt in yeah. your wounds. I I'm convinced he directs these <laughs> comments on his podcast straight at you because he knows you will react or I will, overreact. I want players to start doing to him like he was kicking at Drady Jarrett. And there's another clip in there when he's kicking at the players. I want somebody to start kicking at Tom Brady oh. to let him know how he feel because he had a history. Now, you remember a couple years ago, he had a problem, a habit of sliding and going like he going to second base, putting that feet, foot up and got Ed, got Ed Reed twice. Mm. So let's talk about that because Tom a little dirty too. Why are we over really? here talking? Oh, wait. Did Shannon Sharp calls Tom Brady a dirty player? Yeah, did, was he not kicking at Grady Jarrett? <laughs> was he he not kicking at Grady Jarrett. What a was way to end the show. Was he not kicking at this, the other guy? This guys? could end your career. <laughs> my career is good. Shots fired just as we are out of time and you have know, to wrap. You, we will pick back up tomorrow morning, gentlemen. Great show. That's it for us.